Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Informed, engaging, and always brutally honest. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. And now, here's Gerard Gibbert. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, on this Monday, April the 12th. Gerard and Rhino in the studio. Morning, Rhino. Howdy, howdy. You recover from the remote? Oh, yeah. It was good. It was a great day. It was a great day. I uh, did what I could with the rain. You, I you think it fine. stayed out of the way most of the time. You, it did, and you did fine, and I appreciate you taking care <laughs> of me on my first remote. I think we pulled it off uh, without too many glitches. Uh, we had a, a great crowd around us, a great event. I really enjoyed interviewing all the great guests we had, from uh, Dr. Steve Bishop at Southwest Mississippi Community College, the mayor of Summit, Percy Robinson, uh, the folks that coordinated the event, our great sponsors, just an overall really fun time. And of course, the Super Talk team, what can you say about them and the fabulous work they did getting us all organized, set up? I just had to show up and put the headset on. Those guys had it all going, uh, and it was just nothing to it. So I was very blessed in that respect. And happy to do it. Happy to be in small town Mississippi. What a great town that is. And just an overall great event. So joining us now in the studio, getting us kicked off this morning, uh, Mr. Tim Moore, President and CEO of the Mississippi Hospital Association. Morning, Tim. Good morning, Jordan. It is beautiful outside, isn't it? It is absolutely And gorgeous. you got your seersucker on. You look great. I appreciate that, I'm, man. I'm ready for it. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> Easter has passed. You You're can bring right. it out. That's exactly right. <laughs> we, uh, we appreciate you coming in today. Wanted to, uh, to talk about what's going on with Medicaid expansion. And, uh, of course, legislation did not really get any traction this year, uh, as has been the case for some time. Uh, with respect to lawmakers moving forward with Medicaid expansion. But you guys at the MHA uh, maybe are uh, in favor of pursuing a different route, shall we say. Yes, sir. Tell uh, us about that. Uh, we are, and it's uh, not just part of the MHA, but uh, a number of associations and, and other groups that have come together to move it forward uh, with a ballot initiative. Um, that, uh, of course, was filed on or about February the 23rd and is moving through the process. Okay, so in, in saying that it is filed, meaning it's official as far as registering with the Secretary of State That's through correct. all the proper uh, requirements there? You know, it, it goes from the Secretary of State back to the AG, and then a title and title page are prepared, uh, and then it goes back to the Secretary of State. Well, we uh, actually have petitioned the Hines County Court to um, to slightly modify the title, okay, and uh, that actually is taking place today. So I uh, won't talk a whole lot about that because it's we're about to step into court on that. Yeah, but, I understand. Uh, we just uh, we felt like that an important part had been left out of the title, and that was that it only affected low income individuals. Right. 
It's, so it's, uh, and you and I have, have visited before on the program on this. Medicaid is a, is a complicated program. Very much so. With many nuances. And I think it's accurate to say that the, the average person, the average Mississippian, doesn't really understand all of those details and all of those complexities. And, and frankly, they shouldn't have to. Shouldn't have to. It's, uh, it's really not um, sort of a mainstream deal for them. But... Medicaid, last time I looked, Tim, in this country covers about 70, 72 or so million people. I would think that would be real close. I think 45, 47 on Medicare, 72 or so on Medicaid. So well over a hundred, well over a third of our population covered by one of those two federal programs. There are 12 states, I believe, remaining that have not expanded. And by expanded, explain that for our our audience, if you will, Tim. Yeah, they have not uh, taken advantage of the language of the Accountable Care Act that would enable them to get additional federal funding to a population that uh, is is um, doesn't qualify for traditional Medicaid. Mm-hmm. They uh, either make too much money to qualify. Or they don't make enough money in order to pay additional costs for commercial premiums. So you're looking at a population from uh, 100% to 138% of the poverty level, somewhere around the $17,000 a year for an individual, 34, 35 for a, a, a two for a family of two would be in that category. Yeah. And uh, what it does is is uh, you are able to take advantage of 90% funding from the federal government. The states are required to put up a 10% match, and we've talked about that, of course, in the past. And then, of course, those those individuals would have access to care, uh, very similar to what you would see in the Medicaid program. And, and we should also point out that this group that would be eligible under expansion are typically described as able-bodied adults. Absolutely. Uh, so the, the categories and groups of individuals that are presently eligible for Medicaid does not include able-bodied adults. That, so that's correct. Working poor, I think you hear that uh, referred to quite a bit. So it's it's children, it's pregnant mothers, it's uh, indigent elderly, it's disabled, disabled. blind. Yes, I believe those are under the Medicaid. traditional groups covered under base Medicaid. That's correct. And you know the the one thing I have found easy to compare this program to is the CHIPS program for kids. Okay. Those are healthy kids that cannot afford right other coverage. That's exactly what this is. This right. is for healthy adults that cannot afford uh, coverage. And you know, in, in numerous studies have been shown, and about two thirds of those individuals are actually working. Yeah. Some of them more than one job. Sometimes three jobs. Yeah. But they're all part time jobs, so they have no access to care. Yeah. So it's what happens there is that they, they work in jobs where their employers are small enough so that they are not compelled and required under the law to offer health coverage. Right. Therefore, they don't uh, in many cases. And then, they, as you indicated, they don't make enough to qualify for premium subsidies in the Obamacare exchanges. And so they're left in what they call the donut hole there, the that's coverage it. hole, the coverage yeah. gap, yeah. I think is the term that's used. And, and so how many do you think – would qualify under expansion. What is your what is your data showing that? You know, we say it's somewhere in the, in the neighborhood of two hundred thousand 
Okay. Um, many of your studies will show anywhere from 150,000. I think the commissioner of insurance has used up to three to four hundred thousand. Yeah. But, um, I'm I'm a little more conservative than that, and we okay. try to pull back um, because we don't want to over state anything that we're trying to put out there. We're trying to stay with what we feel like is very, very much the numbers. And we feel that's uh, feel pretty comfortable that it may fall between two hundred and three hundred thousand. And so to to those, Tim, who would say, well, let's look at the other states that have expanded mm-hmm. and how that has had a uh, an adversarial impact on their budgets because of their part, their ten percent part uh, that they've had to uh, cough up. Uh, after, because when it initially was rolled out, it was 100 percent. Then I think it declined to 95 percent. Now we're at the the 90 percent, which is where it stops right. permanently. That's correct. Uh, so to those that say, well, yeah, it blew up the budgets of say Louisiana and Arkansas. I think both of which are states. I don't know if that's true or not. I've just heard that tossed about. I, great question. And I actually talked to a Louisianan Friday. Okay. I believe it was, and he actually shared with me that the prior administration left them such a hole in the budget that if it had not been for Medicaid expansion, that was the only thing they had that filled it. Wow. How about that? And, and you're finding that, you know, we've, we've compared our program, that, and, and let me make this perfectly clear. Yeah. The um, ballot initiative does not in any way include the Mississippi CARES program that we've talked about. Okay. It doesn't have anything to do with Mississippi True, the insurance company that we set up. That's, that's all separate and apart from, from the initiative. Um, but, you know, we have focused a lot on the Indiana model. Yeah, and because um, you know we're conservative too, and yep. and uh, Pence actually thought this was a really good idea. To Governor Mike up. Pence, at the Governor time. Mike Pence mm-hmm. at that time, and uh, they just last year renewed theirs for ten years. Wow, I don't think it's hurting Indiana. Hmm. It must be working pretty well. I'll be darned. Uh, Arkansas, right. Governor of Arkansas. Okay, we'll tell you real quick. The financial stimulus that they've gotten out of that program would have been worth doing it if nothing else happened. Got gotcha. you. So I, I don't hear all these negative things that uh, these other folks are putting out. And so, uh, also, let's talk to him about the uh, the incentives that yes. have come down. First, we've got an increase in the federal match under the CARES Act of what six point five percent, something to that effect, from the uh, federal. Six two, so, I believe, six right two. now. Okay, yeah. you close. Which puts us at what eighty two, eighty three percent of Medicaid being covered by the Fed. That's right. In the state picking up the remaining 17 or so percent. That's correct. Now, that has an expiration date on it, does it? It does. It'll end in March of 22, I believe, is what the okay. White House has said at this point. They would carry it that long. Uh, certainly something could happen, and they could extend it, but that currently is you. where it would end. Uh, I know you got a meeting coming up. Can you stay for another segment? I can. Okay. Sure. One more to. segment. We've Great. got uh, Tim Moore, president of the Mississippi Hospital Association, in the studio. Stay with us. The JT Show continues. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. People are angry these days, but you don't have to be. Let's get 2021 started right, because somebody out there needs your help. At Gateway Rescue Mission, your donation can provide a meal, 
Your prayer can unlock the power of God to change a life. If we spend more time praying and less time fussing, we can help some people. Go to gatewaymission.org, make a donation, and help change your life today. Here's the story about one of my favorite customers. Tell me, John. Well, I greeted him, of course, as he came in Junikers and said he was looking for something very special for his wife. Mm -hmm. So I shared with him some of our latest collections, and he selected a gorgeous diamond bracelet. It was an exquisite choice I knew his wife would love. So, of course, I had to ask, what's the occasion? Is this her anniversary? Her birthday? <laughs> he just smiled and said, it's Thursday. <laughs> so just because? Just because. A good man. Wise man. You see, when it comes to expressing your love, he knew the right time is now. At Juniker Jewelry Company, love is what we do. We're Mississippi's direct diamond importer. With 10 times the diamonds, engagement rings, and fine designer jewelry, you'll see in average jewelry stores. All at the guaranteed best prices in the state. And where every day is Thursday. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer, 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Specialists, the expert recruiters helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Hi, I'm Dale Danks with the Danks, Miller & Corey firm. Our office represents clients and businesses across Mississippi. If you need a lawyer you can trust and who will fight for you, don't compromise. Danks, Miller & Corey, online at DanksMillerCorey.com. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and 0% interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, 0% interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Richard Cross, be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Now, now on to the real part. Dynamite! On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show is with you on this Monday, April the 12th. Gerard and Rhino guiding you through the middle of your day. Our guest in the studio, Tim Moore, President of Mississippi Hospital Association. So, Tim, 
we were talking about these additional uh, incentives in terms of funding from the federal government. So we had the 6.3% bump uh, from the CARES Act Correct. last year. And that applies, we should be clear, to base Medicaid, uh, all, all Medicaid. Right? All, it's, it's in the FMAP. Okay, so in the federal match. Yeah, federal matchup. Yeah. When does that expire? Uh, it'll be in the uh, in March of 2022. Okay, it's what uh, we understand from the White House now. So that would return Mississippi back to 77, 78. About 78. It actually gets we get another bump uh, in October, which is small. It's like okay. a quarter of a percent or something like that. So it'll be right about 78. Okay. Yeah. So all right, and then now we've got this additional incentive that was included in the recently passed American Rescue Plan, and uh, that is designed, I think, specifically as a bump in the in the federal match for expansion of Medicaid. Is that correct? Would it, only apply to that. It, it is, but it it, um, it actually is applied to the existing Medicaid population, the current Medicaid population. Okay. It does not apply into the expansion population. Okay, I got that, you. That, Remains at the ninety percent. I'm with you. And look, that's a that's actually a better deal. Yeah, because, because you got a much bigger you got group. a much bigger population yeah. on the other side, and you get a five percent bump on okay. the, the cost there. And how and how long is that good for? That uh, the five two years. It's two years. Two okay. years. All the right. first two years of implementation, and it starts the the beginning of the the quarter that the plan is initiated. So, okay. So they start enrolling people. So you'd have to say that uh, the crafters of that legislation, in terms of the objective of of encouraging states to expand Medicaid, they were pretty crafty. Very, very uh, because they're increasing the federal match on the base Medicaid That's if right. you sign up for expansion. That's right. All right, I got uh, it. it. For, a, it's a for sweet two deal. years. Yeah, it's a sweet deal. But you still them. get ninety percent coverage on. Uh, or federal match, I should say, on expansion. You know, we we had, uh, had had kind of pushed in the past that if you if you did go back and expand the non-expansion states, then you start back with a hundred percent and do the graduated scale like everybody else. Yeah. But you know that was a stretch. But this is pretty this is pretty good. You know, yep. we're talking about uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of six to eight hundred million dollars for the first two years, depending on whose reports you look at. Yeah, and and we should uh, it bears repeating. It's a uh, what six plus billion dollar program overall in the state of Mississippi. Seven billion. Seven billion, okay. State and federal. State, state and federal, federal of which the state shares just under a billion. That's correct. Is that right? And that uh, represents, I think, the second largest budget line item That's correct. as a group in the general fund budget, education, of course, and being the biggest. Jordan, that, that brings up an important yeah. part. And, and when you start looking at that budget and you start separating it out, and you know, the Mississippi, the state portion has actually decreased over the last few years. It has, yes. Well, and that, that's a great thing because that's, our FMAP has gone up. Right. So as the FMAP goes up, more federal funding is going to it, and yeah. less has to be put in by the, by the state. And this is actually no different. This is funding that comes in to take care of patients. Well, it would be patients, but take care of individuals that can't afford to get coverage any other way. So, to those Tim who would say, "Well, we uh, we risk that the federal government, in its uh, present situation where it picks up ninety percent of Medicaid expansion, those costs that the federal government." wilts on us and revokes that, and then the state is left holding the bag, the financial bag there. Well, what do you say to that? You know, I, I would want uh, I want examples of where that's happened before. You know, look at look at the CHIPS program. Yeah. Uh, Which is know, from the 90s, right? From the 90s, yeah. absolutely. Let's look at Medicaid. 
let's look at all the funding that comes from there. We don't not take uh, federal funding for roads and bridges because it might be cut off. That's true. Um, you know, and I, I have to say that what, what about forty five. Between 45 and 50 percent of our state budget is dependent on federal funding. I think it's, yeah, maybe even a little bit higher than that. It may be uh, you know, it, it depends on what you include in, include in that total funding uh, analysis. But, yeah, nonetheless... So if they stop that funding, we're going to shut down the state? No, I understand. And and there, there are a lot of folks that think, you know, that we should push back and receive less. And I'm all for that, as long as we can figure too. out a way to continue to operate the state without that. Uh, and we also should keep in mind we send a lot of money to the federal government uh, in the form of our, our taxes that we all pay. And Absolutely. so th- this is coming back to us in this respect. Uh, but, all right, so you were uh, on the break, you were mentioning something, Tim. What else? What another point you wanted to make? You remember that? I will think of it a second if you can. Oh, but. Yeah, we, uh, we've got uh, a shout out for the legislature. Okay, I, the, yeah. sh- the legislature yeah. did a great job this year on the tech bill. Um, they went in and, and responded to a lot of different things, uh, both from quality initiatives for uh, doing checks and audits on our managed care companies that we've had so much problem with uh, getting paid. Uh, and then um, also some uh, particular language that is going to really benefit our small rural hospitals. Right. When the pandemic is, is all over and, you know, we got a lot of money through the CARES Act. Yeah. <clears throat> but that money is so geared to specific things, there's going to be a lot of money go back. It's restricted. It, it's so restricted, it's going to go back. Yes. And when that happens, we're going to be right back where we were. So the legislature was very, very forward looking mm-hmm. here, mm-hmm. And, and they put some things in that are really going to be helpful to small, our small rural hospitals mm-hmm. as we go forward. And we're very appreciative of that. Now, we could have done the one thing that would have helped us more than anything, and that would have been expand Medicaid. We didn't do that. <laughs> but other than that, i got to give them a kudos I got for you. that. All right, so with respect to the state's share, should we expand Medicaid uh, under uh, the ACA, essentially, is the, is the law that made this made these provisions uh, in, into law. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would be the state's portion? Have you guys analyzed that, specifically yeah. as it relates to sure. the ballot initiative that you're pushing? Sure. You know, our numbers that we have looked at uh, for the last couple of years is we've used the 200,000 participants. Okay. And if that be the case, that would be a billion-dollar program. Okay. okay. And of that, 10% would be $100 million. Okay. The state would be uh, that would be the the, the match that so, would have to come. So, back. what are the thoughts about that to those who would say, "Well, that's a hundred million dollars the state would have to come up with uh, to expand Medicaid"? What what's your response there? What's your well, thoughts about that? A co- couple of things. We on the low end, we're talking about getting three hundred million a year from the federal government the first two years. Right. So that's going to fund it for several years going forward. Because of the recently enacted legislation. That's correct, yeah. the Rescue Act. Yep. Now, the other side of this is we did a third-party economic impact study which showed that it would be a $200 million impact to the state of Mississippi going forward, and that was with simply them funding the match. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. So there's your funding, and that's what's happened in other states. They've actually funded Medicaid, and then they've picked up the additional funding to do other things with. Now, whether that's teacher pay raises or that's uh, uh, infrastructure, bridges, roads, whatever it needs to happen, uh, that money is there to take care of that. And where would that funding come from, then? Just overall economic expansion? Overall, yeah. overall economic. And it's in multiple industries. Okay. Uh, and anybody that wants to look at it, it's on MississippiCares.com. That uh, was done by the Perryman Group out of Texas. Okay. And so, but this ballot initiative that you guys are, are um, gearing up for, 
and uh, I guess waiting to get final uh, blessing on that from right. the AG, right? In well, the, well Secretary of State. In Secretary, yeah, State. Secretary of State, okay. Yeah. Uh, so you're not. And you said you, you're not including the Mississippi CARES plan in that. That's Is correct. That right. That's correct. You know, it, uh, and, and let me be clear too that this this initiative is being run by um, uh, healthcare uh, Mississippi for um, healthcare for Mississippi okay. is an incorporated entity that's doing this. It's yeah. not just MHA. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of concerned folks out there that want to be a part of hmm. correcting this. Um, and then, uh, and Jerry, I lost my question. What did you say? Uh, I can't. Well, uh, about the uh, the Mississippi oh, the initiative. Mississippi initiative. Yeah. Why uh, it didn't include that? Yeah. You know, if you get into an initiative, and I'll use the marijuana, uh, medical marijuana, for for an example. Okay. It was very. There's a lot of stuff in there. It touches a lot of different things. Uh, we felt like that it was going to be much wiser to be very short, very clear, very precise, and it's simply a expansion. Language. Okay, that's okay. it. That's all that's in there. Well, do you? We didn't convolute it with anything. If that if that were to pass, now by the way, have you guys run some polls on this to see? We have. And what is that? So? Uh, they look very good. Uh, matter of fact, we've got some indications that uh, the initial baseline polls were actually better than the polls that were run with medical marijuana. What What do you think about uh, this being again embedded in the Constitution, as was the case with medical marijuana? You know, I, look, I'm. <laughs> I'm as conservative as anybody that listens to this show. I don't think it should be in the Constitution. Yeah. But it's the only if you can't method, get, yep. that's right. It, only it, vehicle we have. It's provided for in the Constitution when the legislative body does not take action, the people can. Yeah. And that's what's that's what's happening here. I so. got you. Tim, always a pleasure having you on. Always a pleasure to be here, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Tim Moore, president of the Mississippi Hospital Association. We'll take a break right here. We'll come back with more on the JT show. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 84. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 55. Tuesday, partly sunny conditions, high near 79. Tuesday evening, a slight chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 59. And for your Wednesday, a 50-50 shot of the wet stuff, high near 70 degrees. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Gallo here for the professionals at Watkins Construction and Roofing. I got to know these guys over the summer when just about everybody in the neighborhood replaced roofs from a spring storm. To keep a small roof problem from getting bigger, call the pros that can find damage the untrained eye can't. Watkins Construction and Roofing, the state's largest roofer. And there's a simple reason for that, customer satisfaction. Get a free inspection and they won't ask for upfront deposits. 601-966-8233, WatkinsConstructionInc.com. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide key technology solutions to power your business, like temperature kiosks, smart security systems, backfile scanning, managed IT services, digital lockers, and more. RJ Young will help you to ensure safety and productivity in the workplace. To learn more, visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. 
Does your body hurt? Have you tried unsuccessful treatments for plantar fasciitis, tennis elbow, shoulder pain, or IT band? Acoustic Wave Treatment Center offers an affordable non-surgical solution through acoustic wave therapy. The beneficial effects of acoustic wave therapy are often experienced after only one or two treatments. The therapy eliminates pain and restores mobility, improving your quality of life. Call today to schedule your appointment, 601-944-5585, or go to Acoustic Wave you know, when reality sets in and you hear those words, we're moving, creates lots of emotions. Gallo here, been there, done that. No matter the reasons, you want two things, don't you? Sell it for the highest price and sell it as fast as possible. Lee Garland, the Garland Group of EXP Realty, they've got it down to a science of success. From professional agents with thousands of active buyers to a Garland Group guarantee to sell your home quickly and for the top dollar. Just ask Bob and Sharon who heard the words, we're moving. They called and the Garland Group of EXP Realty went to work with an explosive marketing campaign, including a professionally produced virtual tour. Their home sold in just days and for $2,500 over the list price. Lee Garland gives you the options like instant cash offer with no showings, no repairs or hassles, just cash. So after you utter the words, we're moving, call my friend Lee Garland on the Garland Group of EXP Realty, 601-983-1130. And check him out online at LeeWillBuyIt.com. That's LeeWillBuyIt.com. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Supertalk Mississippi News. Mississippi isn't seeing a spike in COVID cases like some other states. Vicksburg Mayor George Flags believes mask mandates and social distancing are working. He thinks his city will be completely open in about a month. We probably got near at least 90% of open. Uh, the only other thing we have to do yeah. is to open up our bars uh, another two hours. Uh, right now, they, they, they can serve up to uh, 12 o'clock, but they must be closed by 1. And the Mississippi Bureau of Narcotics has issued a warning over an influx of counterfeit drugs in the Pine Belt. Within the past 45 days, the region has seen an increase in the number of overdoses. Pending toxicology reports, fake pharmaceuticals are believed to be related to approximately 8 to 10 deaths. The specific counterfeit drugs include Xanax, oxycodone, and generic oxycodone. I'm Andy Davis. We want to encourage everyone to start planning for our Great American Cleanup, the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across the state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year and remember, cover and tarp your load to keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. Get the scoop on what happened in college football and what to expect in the NFL each Sunday on Sports Sunday with Michael Borky. Get the story behind the stats 8 to 10 a.m. on Super Talk Mississippi, supertalk.fm, and watch the show on supertalk.tv. Visit Ridgeland presents the Art, Wine, and Wheels weekend, April 30th through May 2nd at the Renaissance at Colony Park. Events include Ridgeland Fine Arts Festival, Natchez Trace Century Ride, and a Friday night, April 30th kickoff party. Visit artwineandwheels.com. Follow Visit Ridgeland on Facebook. Hashtag Visit MS Responsibly. In a world full of noise. The latest news. Finding information that matters to you can be overwhelming. 
That's why Super Talk is here. Here we go. To filter through the noise, to cut through the clutter, to deliver real information and discuss how it affects you. You'll know what's important and why it matters when you listen to Super Talk Mississippi. Now, 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 back to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert and Rhino on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. It's the JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino in the studio Monday, April the 12th. Gorgeous day out there in Mississippi. Hopefully it is where you're listening or watching from. The, uh, the Masters had quite the finish. First, I believe first Asian, certainly first uh, Japanese national to win the fabled tournament. There has been some um, consternation about that, because if you remember, Tiger Woods is rather proud of his Asian heritage, and he's won a couple Masters. Oh, okay. But yes, it was the first Japanese winner. Oh, geez. And I did find it a bit ironic that the woke crowd wanted to cancel the Masters and move it out of Georgia when they held it in Georgia, and then you had all these international competitors come, and you had an... A Japanese person win. Yeah. So, and think about that for a second. You've got what is certainly, arguably, the elite of the elite in a game that is, I don't know, kind of considered for the well-to-do to a great extent with private clubs and so forth. And so they basically ignore the pressure because the pressure was being applied to the players. It was activist groups that were pressuring the players to withdraw and not participate in something that they absolutely dream of. I mean, that's like the pinnacle of your career, just to play, to make the cut, to be able to participate. And of course, the Masters is not a PGA-sanctioned event. It's not operated by the PGA Tour. It is a private deal operated by Augusta National Golf Club, started by the great Bobby Jones, I believe, back in the 30s, if I'm not mistaken. But And so they pressured all these players. Don't you go play over in that Georgia. You know, those restrictive voting laws, like having to prove you're all, you are who you are before you can vote, stuff like that, you know. And nobody caved. And the president of Augusta National made a statement, basically said, it's not our deal. Bravo to him. It's not our deal. We're going to have the tournament. And it was so refreshing to see big crowds at a sporting event. Some of them, I don't know, you had people with masks on, you had people with masks on that were on their chin, as you always do. You had a lot of people with not. 
But clearly, there wasn't any strict social distancing going on. These guys were playing and having fun and competing. But Hideke uh, Matsuyama, he just... He just hung on. I mean, he did not succumb to the pressure. He had a little, a, uh, a little problem there on the back, but he overcame it on, on uh, was it 16, I think? I can't remember which hole it was. I was watching it live, and I can't believe I can't remember that now. But nonetheless, he, he had a little hiccup. He overcame it. He kept cool under pressure, and he went on and won the tournament. But I got to tell you, the best scene maybe ever, in my opinion, at the Masters. And to, to uh, kind of set the record here uh, against what would be another great scene that I witnessed personally, in person, and that was in 1997 when Tiger won his first green jacket. I was there. I was present, the guest of, I think we talked about that, 3Com was one of my partners. And I'll never forget that. But this scene with Hideke's caddy Shota, I hope I said that right. It's H A S H O T A. Shota. Shota. Hayafuji. He showed his respect for the hallowed grounds of Augusta National and the Masters Tournament by its customary for the caddy of the winner to take as a keepsake the flag on number 18. So he removes the flag from the pin, takes the pin out of the hole, removes the flag, replaces the pin in the hole with flag and towel in hand in the customary white jumpsuit that caddies at uh, Augusta National during the Masters wear. He removed his green cap, and he stood with feet next to each other and bowed, facing the fairway of 18, overlooking the bunker there. As much to say, this is one heck of a place. We understand it. I understand it. This moment is special. I respect it. Wow, that is so cool. And so the photo of that, short video of that, is going viral, as it should. So this isn't goofy Colin Kaepernick kneeling, which just does not inspire. Oh, if you want to go off, get off into the, the weirdness of wokeness, over the weekend, or maybe it was Friday, which I guess we can consider that the weekend, Yeah. CNN was chastising Americans for huh. using what they called chop suey fonts. <laughs> which are fonts designed to be Asian-inspired, to look similar to Asian characters from their written language. And CNN was calling everybody racist for buying flash-frozen Asian food with, quote-unquote, chop suey fonts on them. And then, when you have a Japanese person doing well at the Masters, and they try to report on it, they put a picture of a totally different Asian person on their front page. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. It's I'm so you racists over there don't pay attention to the fact that we think they all look alike. Apparently, I'm so sick of it. I mean, I really Dumb. am. I really am. 
I find Japanese culture fascinating simply because of the humbleness, yes. yet it's also filled with a whole lot of pride. Yes. Like if you watch the Japanese soccer team, when they play in any tournament, their fans are just as loud and rowdy as any other fan group, but when the match is over, they're walking around with trash bags they brought with them for the sole purpose of picking up after themselves. Unbelievable. Well, <laughs> and others, they pick up after everybody. It, you know, it is. I, I think it's a situation if you think about it, where when you got that many people <laughs> crammed into such a small space, you sort of have to figure it out, don't you? I mean, you really are forced to understand how to get along and respect all humans and their dignity, and they have no pun intended, mastered that. I also was fortunate uh, a year later to attend the, the uh, what was then the sponsor, the title sponsor, the World Series of Golf. The title sponsor was NEC, Nippon Electronics Corporation. By the way, at the time, and I think may still be the case, a private company. And I want to say back then it was a $90 billion private company. But but we had a partnership with them. We, uh, we sold some of their gear. I was fortunate to be their guest, NEC, and the reps that, that took care of uh, our company invited me to be their guest at the NEC World Series of Golf at the Firestone Country Club in, uh, up in around Columbus, Ohio. Another storied ground with all kinds of history, it being where Jack Nicholas grew up close to that area. But just the big water tower with a Firestone logo on it, it's, it's iconic. Beautiful course, beautiful venue, unbelievable clubhouse with so much history. But the uh, my friends, my, my reps, sort of coached me on how to interact with uh, the Japanese folks from Nippon, in, in particular the management, where it's obviously the tradition in their culture to bow uh, rather than shaking hands when you greet someone. And so they, they sort of taught me uh, who <laughs> – it's customary, by the way, to bow at a lower angle. Oh, yeah, you got to get lower yeah. than whoever's above you above in the pecking you, order. Right, in the pecking order. Exactly right. And that's with anything. That's like if you're exchanging business cards. You do it at the same time, but if you're of a lower status than the other person, it's got to be lower than theirs. Or if you're handing them a drink, you got to, if they're of higher status, you got to like hold your arm with another hand. It's like, oh, this is, this is so important. I have to use both hands to give it to you. <laughs> well, they instructed me and they would nudge me if it was somebody I was supposed to go lower than to make sure I did it right. And I was so conscious of that all week. But what a blast that was. And just being around some of those business folks at some private dinner. But if you buy into the logic of the left, we shouldn't even be talking about this. Oh, it's they're full of crap. I'm just going <laughs> to tell you how it is right now. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. We'll take a break, come back with more here on the JT Show. Stay with us. With the extreme winter weather that we've had all across Mississippi recently, the blood supply is very low. And now it's critical that Mississippi Blood Services gets more blood on the shelves to ensure that we have what Mississippi patients need. 
Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you today. That's msblood.com. msblood.com. Hi, this is Dale Danks with Danks, Miller & Corey. With more than 100 years of combined experience, we have the expertise to handle even the most complicated matters. When you need a lawyer to fight for you, don't compromise. Contact us online at DanksMillerCorey.com. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes. Get your purse, sweetie. Here at Woods Equipment, we are proudly a family-owned and operated lawn care business where we have served our community for the past 12 years. We strive to offer the best sales, service, and parts in Pearl. As your locally-owned Cub Cadet dealer, we can handle all your outdoor power equipment needs with our in-stock inventory to help unlock your best lawn yet. Featuring the most innovative Cub Cadet zero-turn mowers, lawn tractors, walk-behind mowers, and more. Stop by Woods Equipment, the lawnmower store on Highway 80 in Pearl. Come on down, let's make a deal. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by, see us, or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. This is the opening agri-market report. The opening of the New York Cotton Exchange, July cotton was down 143 to 82.31. October cotton was down 51 to 81.75. The opening of the Chicago Board of Trade, May soybeans were down 21 and a quarter to 1381 and three quarter per bushel. July soybeans were down 21 cents, 13.77 and a quarter per bushel. May corn was down six and a half to 5.70 three quarters per bushel. July corn was down five and a half to 5.57 and a quarter per bushel. At the market till, June live cattle was down 7 cents to 122.50. August live cattle was down 20 to 122.20. May feeders up 10 cents to 149.72. August feeders up 25 to 160.20. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is down 83 points to 33,717. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Due to the coronavirus, everyone has been asked to practice safe distancing from each other. The propane industry has been classified as essential workers, so we will continue to service our customers. In most cases, only essential work is being performed, such as gas deliveries. For the safety of our workers, we are asking you to check your propane gauges and call your propane supplier when your tank gauge reads 30%. Rules and regulations require the propane professional to leak test your system and put your propane appliances back into service. The only way this can be done is for our employees to enter your home. With the coronavirus, it is not safe to have outside people entering your home, and currently our employees do not feel comfortable entering homes. A time could come when we are not allowed to enter homes, so please check your tank and call your propane supplier when your tank gauge reaches 30%. From all the members of the Mississippi Propane Gas Association, stay safe and God bless. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Properly set. 
Takes a part of me Something lost and never seen Every time I start to believe Welcome back to JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, Monday, April the 12th. Matsuyama was leaking some serious oil on the last four holes. However, he hung on and won. Good for him. That from Gary in the Berg. Agree. He was. But I can't comprehend the pl- the pressure. I just Was can't. it Happy Gilmore's caddy that was coming up right behind him? I don't know. Oh, uh, <laughs> are you talking about in the movie? Well, no, the the other guy that was in contention, I didn't pay that close attention oh, to it, oh. but there was another guy in close attention, a blonde guy, kind of a longer nose, but he looks oddly very similar to the, the actor that played Adam Sandler's caddy in the movie Happy Gilmore. Oh, yeah. To you're, the point where he even had it on his on his iron engraved. I didn't know that. But, yeah, you're talking about, uh, let's see, Will uh, Zalatoris, I think. Yes, that's yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah, in fact, uh, I think I want to say that Adam Sandler tweeted him. He said, uh, have fun today, young man. Mr. Gilmore is watching you and very proud. <laughs> and Zalator says, if you're ever in need of a caddy again, let me know. I'll be better this time. I'm always available for you, Mr. Gilmore. That is awesome. 24 years old is Zalatoris. He finished in second place, just one shot behind uh, Matsuyama. That is awesome, isn't it? That's what sports ought to be about. Fun, entertainment, no woke, political, correct, social justice garbage. People are sick of it. They don't want to watch sports anymore. It's it's not fun. It's, It's entertainment. You can't be entertained when you get your eyes poked by the woke mob. And they wonder why the all-female Ghostbusters did poorly at the box office. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That's a good one. Oh, my gosh. Uh, You know, the winner gets to choose, I believe, the dinner fair the following year. Oh, yeah. So that will be interesting to see what uh, Hideki chooses. Uh, It's just so cool. I mean, it, you look at the leaderboard. You want to see diversity and inclusion, you idiots? Take a look at the leaderboard at the Masters, for which you have much contempt. It, it, it just goes against the grain, right? They, what do you mean you didn't cave to our demands? And let me tell you, you mark my words. The SEC football championship in Atlanta, I'm saying it's at risk. Where the hell are you going to move it? California? Washington State? Illinois? New Jersey? Where are they going to move it? You mark my words. The NCAA? 
will come under enormous pressure, and the SEC, to move it. They'll come under pressure from the sponsors. Without sponsors, there ain't no game. It's not like the Masters. They just say, well, the heck with you, sponsors. We don't need you. It's all, it already has very little sponsorship. That's why there's hardly any commercials. That's the whole deal. Although there was some complaining that it didn't start until the afternoon, whereas you've got other events that they'll get started at 3 in the morning Yeah, with their TV coverage. That's true. <laughs> it's still dark out. We're out here quietly whispering in the dark at a at the turn of the 13. <laughs> yeah, that I don't know why we're whispering. Nobody's even on the course yet. <laughs> it's hard enough to play golf when you can see much less when you can't. Though I have played some night golf tournaments with a little lighted pins and and uh, little rings around the uh, inside the cups. That's pretty cool. That light up and the balls that light up. That's pretty fun. A lot of fun. It's hard too, man. Uh, but it sure is a lot of fun. But isn't it true though? Look at so there's more diversity and inclusion in the Masters than there is in the NFL or the NBA, by a long shot. Yet they're the ones that are lecturing us about it. By the way, over the weekend, a hundred, mind you... Ah, yes, the phone call. A hundred CEOs on a Zoom call. What in the world is that all about? They're pushing on this voting legislation. Which the irony of that is a handful of them were chiming in from the masters. From the masters, that is correct. It's, it's the hypocrisy is palpable. I mean, it is really off the chart. We're going to talk about this and a lot more on the JT Show. Stay with us. We'll be back after the news. Listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk, Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601 345 8090. Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. The judge in former police officer Derek Chauvin's murder trial in Minneapolis refuses to sequester the jury over a fatal police shooting of a black man with a warrant out for his arrest. Family members of 20-year-old Dante Wright say he died after being shot by a police officer during a traffic stop in Brooklyn Center, Minnesota. They say he'd gotten back in his car and drove a short distance before crashing. The death sparked protests in the early hours today, police firing flashbangs into the crowd to break it up. It comes as a jury is hearing the trial of former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin for George Floyd's death. Fox's Tanya J. Powers. Iran's government blames Israel and vows revenge for an explosion and power outage at a nuclear site. Iran is calling an incident over the weekend at the Natanz uranium enrichment plant an act of sabotage. Hours prior to the event, Natanz started to enrich uranium using new advanced technology that allows the enrichment process to be done faster. Fox's Trey Yinks. America's listening to Fox News. 
The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. This is JT. If you like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954, and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks, 1-800-647-8540 or on the web, MajesticMetalsINC.com. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide key technology solutions to power your business, like temperature kiosks, smart security systems, backfile scanning, managed IT services, digital lockers, and more. RJ Young will help you to ensure safety and productivity in the workplace. To learn more, visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Over 1.3 million first doses of the COVID vaccine had been administered in Mississippi as of Friday. Dr. Dan Edney with the Department of Health told Super Talk Mississippi there's still work to do. We're approaching 50%. We need to get to 80%. He addressed concerns about how quickly the vaccines were made available. Messenger RNA vaccine research has been going on for a decade. We just have not had the need for it to be expedited like it is. They were able to pull that research off the shelf and bring it to market quickly. State health officials are reporting 174 variant cases of COVID. The UK variant is the most prominent with 147 cases, followed by 23 total cases of the California variants, one case of the South Africa variant, and three cases of the P1 Japan Brazil variant. I'm Kelly Bennett. Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are back live Saturday, April 24th, starring the Almond Betts Band. With G Love and Special Sauce. Cooling out with the former lady, got the special sauce. she's my baby. Neater Hour, Cedric Burnside, The Vamps, and more. It's a full day of music presented by Wicked Wheat Brewery for this socially distanced concert. Listen carefully. Tickets are on sale now at Ardenland.net. Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are here. From Nukes Eatery, Renaissance at Colony Park, and First Commercial Bank. Tickets are on sale now. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland. Crews are assessing the damage from the powerful storms that hit Friday night and lasted into Saturday morning. Seven counties so far are reporting damage. Thankfully, no major injuries. Wednesday, the Mississippi Supreme Court will hear arguments against Initiative 65, the medical marijuana program, which passed in November. The city of Madison and Mayor Mary Hawkins Butler filed a lawsuit shortly before the election opposing the constitutional amendment. There's no indication when the justices will make a ruling on that challenge. If you're frustrated by the stalled expansion of Highway 49, blame it on the rain. Transportation Commissioner Willie Simmons explains. In the Pearl River Basin, where we were, with the drainage system being what it was on that highway, mm -hmm. uh, with all of the rain we got in 2018 and 2019, it wasn't, didn't have the ability to drain. He says they had to use a special crushed stone to pave that area. The price went up, and now the contract has been extended for about a year. I'm Kelly Bennett. 
This is Jake Mangum. Some call me the mayor. No player wins any game by themselves. It takes a team. So if you want excellent customer service and competitive insurance rates, you need to go with the home team. Mississippi Farm Bureau, just like I did. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Speaking of Ford, this is Ford Truck Month. Get the best deals of the year on the only trucks that are built Ford Tough. Drive home the all-new, completely redesigned 2021 Ford F-150, the legendary performer Ford Super Duty, or the adventure-ready Ford Ranger. Work or play, count on Ford trucks to get the job done, and hurry because Ford Truck Month is an event you don't want to Folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Okay, let's begin. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. back everyone the jt show super talk mississippi hour two on this monday gerard and rhino in the studio thanks so much for joining us today so we were talking before we went to break at the top of the hour about the wokeism that has permeated corporate america and this meeting of a hundred corporate ceos and execs discussing their strategy to combat these voting restrictions, essentially invading state-level politics and state-level government. This is crazy. Why can't they just stick to flying airplanes and making software and making soft drinks? I'm just thinking about Delta and Microsoft and uh, Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Uh, are amongst uh, were amongst those who joined in on the call, but uh, yeah. Also, let's see, James James Quincy is the Coca Cola guy. Oh yeah, he can't forget about arguably the worst, most woke of all, Jamie Dimon from J P Morgan, and uh, also Larry Fink from BlackRock. That's a big investment firm, private equity firm. And if you go look at BlackRock, by the way, I did, the composition of their team, their employees, their staff, doesn't seem very diverse and inclusive. You know what? I'm fine with that. I think they ought to hire the best person for the job without regard for what they look like or what their religion is and or what their sexual orientation or preference is, that should be irrelevant. That's true diversity and inclusion. 
not forced, forced diversity and inclusion through these boards and and uh, organizational units dedicated to that function where they essentially discriminate to achieve certain metrics. That, that's not really achieving any diversity and inclusion that's meaningful. That doesn't do anything. But these guys get together, all white males, by the way, all rich as snot, the CEO of Delta, $17 million a year. I think that works out to about sixty grand a day. And that's fine. He's running a major airline. He's got unique skills to do that. But you know, if he really wanted to put his money, all these guys, put your money where your mouth is. Step down. Go find, go find the lowest paid person that meets all those physical attributes minority, I don't know, go down the list, religious views, no religious views, transgenders, just whatever. Just go find somebody in your company and stick them in your job. Pay them the same thing. Let them run the company. Because evidently, capabilities and qualifications and skills and talent, that doesn't matter. We have essentially replaced our achievement society, and we're working hard at it, with this wokeism, with this idea that it's more important to have people in positions, be promoted, be compensated, whatever the situation is where there's competition, it's more important that people are selected on the basis of what and not who, and not their capabilities. That's the message. So in this case, what they're saying is, well, you know, there's certain certain demographics of society, they're just not capable of, of voting if it requires identifying who they are. They can't get identification. They just can't do it. They can drive to a polling place, but they can't bring their own water. Think about that. I guarantee you they got an $800 cell phone in their hand. Guarantee you. Every one of them. That's fine. See, I don't think that because you are a, a member of a certain demographic that you are incapable of registering to vote, that you are incapable and don't have any form of identification. I mean, heck, even a birth certificate. I think that's produced for everybody, isn't it? That you don't have a power bill? Something? Come on. That's, that's not soft bigotry. That's bigotry. That's hard bigotry. That's, that's just unfettered racism, in my view. And when, it's, when this message is being I mean, discussed. what other situation where you assume the worst about somebody based purely on their melanin content or their whatever's between their legs, just drawing broad swaths of conclusions and assuming every possible negative thing about them, how is that not an ism? It's, it totally is. Whether it be racism or sexism or any other, any other ism they want to throw around that have completely lost their meaning because they've thrown them at the wall and see if they stuck every time they could. 
It's ridiculous. It it totally is. It <laughs> and it comes from these mostly from these well-to-do white liberals who believe that they've got to step in and provide some sort of aid through legislation. But let's face it, this isn't about that. This is about virtue signaling. I believe it's, to a great extent, it's Ed Bastian from Delta who makes $17 million a year, which I don't begrudge, by the way. I'm not in this camp that thinks that the government's just got to stop these CEOs from making all that money. No, I don't think that at all. I think the market sorts that out. But he ought to be embarrassed with this sanctimonious, moral, superior attitude that he has. And now he's got to get involved in voting legislation. That's ridiculous. Just fly airplanes. Make sure we're all safe. That's all people care about. They don't want you involved in that. And they've taken this as a mission to the point that a hundred of them get on a Zoom call over the weekend to talk about it. Voting access. we got to change this voting access stuff. The Atlanta Falcons owner, Arthur Blank, said on the call, he believes a large share of fans of the National Football League, Major League Soccer, and professional golfers associations want the groups to make their positions known. Really? You think most people want these corporations to espouse and publicize their political positions? I mean, their positions on legislation? Only if it goes in the right direction. And all You've that? had CEOs come out and make personal stances like the owner and CEO of Chick-fil-A or the owner and CEO of Hobby Lobby or any, any other CEO that has drawn the slings and arrows of the left over the last 10 years is now wanting to get in bed with them? I don't get it. When you could be canceled just for having an opinion that wasn't 100% jiving with theirs? I don't get it. That's stupid. <clears throat> well, it's it, more money than sense. It, I think to a great extent, it is assuaging their guilt. That's what this is. I think they feel guilty. They really do. They, they have ascended the corporate ladder. They're getting paid a ton of money. They have hard jobs. They have jobs that there aren't many people that can do. I completely admit that. Therefore, they're entitled to what the market will pay them. That's how it should work. But for everybody else, oh no, we've got to step in and we've got to we've got to institute equity somehow. Forced equity. Not equity based on again your qualifications, your credentials, your experience, your capabilities, your value proposition. Nope. None of that's important. Only what you look like. Only your sexual preference. Only your gender. That's nonsense. If, if we had adopted that sort of philosophy in this country 150 years ago, we'd be a third world country. Because achievement and performance and value would not matter. In which case, I'm not sure where we'd be, but this world would be a lot worse place than it is now. They just want to essentially extract competition 
just competition on the merit. They want to extract that out of society. Well, how can you have competition if hard work is racist? It's true, and precision, and oh gosh, we could go down the list. It's time for a break here on the JT Show. Stay with us. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 84. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 55. Tuesday, partly sunny conditions, high near 79. Tuesday evening, a slight chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 59. And for your Wednesday, a 50-50 shot of the wet stuff, high near 70 degrees. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Afraid of falling? You're not alone. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson can help you improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of unique specialized therapists utilize cutting-edge equipment only found at Physical of Jackson. Conveniently located in Flowood, Physical of Jackson can help you get back to enjoying a healthy, independent lifestyle again. Call Physical of Jackson today for your appointment. 601 487 when you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantees so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. Got a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Spring cleanup can be easy, fun, and affordable with the all-star John Deere compact tractor package from Mississippi, Arkansas Ag. The John Deere 3025E tractor plus loader, box blade, rotary cutter, and a trailer will keep you ahead of the game at just $291 per month with 0% financing for 72 months. Leave it up to us or visit any of our 16 locations or agup.com for more information. Offering so for 3021, some exclusions apply. See dealer for details. Are you turning 65? Humana can provide answers to your Medicare questions, including what are my Medicare plan options? Which Medicare plan is right for me? And how do I choose a Medicare plan? Listening, learning, and providing whole health support that meets you where you are. That's what we call human care. To learn more, call 601-605-5130 to speak to your local Humana sales agent. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Come on. Come on. You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back on Super Talk Mississippi. Now, here's more. 
JT show continues. Super Talk Mississippi, Gerard and Rhino. Sheila from Hattiesburg wants to know when are state taxes due? The same time federal taxes are due, May 17th is the date when those are due. Everything got pushed back a month. Exactly. Wonder how many of those CEOs made that Zoom call from Augusta, Mike, and Gulfport. Yeah, right. At least a handful of them. He just talked about that. Yeah. I don't know how many are members, but uh, the MLB guy we know is because Senator Marco Rubio called for him to resign. It's the, it's just hypocritical off the charts. It truly is. It's it's sickening. It's disgusting. I I just can't imagine sitting in their chair and being so focused and obsessed with laws like this that are not their purview. It just it's just not. And when they band together, that even makes it more disgusting. Why did where do we get to a point in this country where everything's done as groups? You're, we're all segregated into groups. There's the groups that support this voting legislation, there's the groups that don't. And then when you create all these diversity and inclusion organizations, all that is is segregating people into groups. It's analyzing and filtering all information by group. It seems just the opposite of what you should aspire to achieve, which is blindness to the group and full perspective of a person's value and their talent and their capability, regardless of their group. We shouldn't have groups. Wait, I thought President Joe Biden was going to unify us. Well, how can you be unified when every other day you talk about this group and that group and this group and that group? That's all he talks about. It, that's not really unifying anybody. I tell you what, Hideki Matsuyama's caddy and his gesture, that's more unifying than anything President Biden's done. And and you could you could I guess consider and come away from that image that that moment with perhaps your own view. But what it said to me is, this is really something special, and it has unbelievable history, and it's big time to win on this stage and to participate. We are honored, and we are grateful. And even though we don't hail from this country, my player and I, and I'm just guessing, speculating. This is my perception of it. We respect it. That's just cool. Yet the people that live here and enjoy the benefits and the bounty of this nation, they're the ones that are telling us constantly how bad it is. It's crazy. 
It's mind-numbing. It's just crazy. Yet, why are they all pouring across the border? It's so damn bad. It ain't for plastic straw bands and gay marriage. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my gosh. It's just, it's just maddening. You mentioned the CEO. This, this is from Scott in Rankin County. You mentioned the CEO of Delta Airlines. Yep, Ed Bastian. I have one question. What does being the CEO of an airline corporation have anything to do with boating laws or anything? Wouldn't he be more concerned? Oh, I don't know, making sure the plane takes off and lands on time, your luggage doesn't get lost? Sure. Things of that nature, of course. And that's the point. That's the, precisely the point. And imagine, okay, think about building out a company. I've done it. I, I can't imagine trying to build a company make payroll, Ed Bastian, well, I, I say he doesn't have to worry about it. How much money did the airlines get from the taxpayers? His butt ought to be on the television thanking the taxpayers. Now, I understand the situation. Too big to fail. Right. The government shut them down, and so I've made my point there. My, I expressed my position there where I think the government owes compensation when that happens. I get that. I don't think that was necessarily a bad well, I thought move. you were talking about the bailouts back under Obama. Oh, well, that's no, I completely oppose that. That was insanity. That was cronyism, payback, garbage, unnecessary. There's no question about that. But I, I just can't imagine, back to my, my thought process there, of trying to build a company and operate a company and make ends meet and serve customers, and hire staff, and take care of them, and make sure that you can compensate them in a way that they stay on board and perform as they should, and then get all entrenched and consumed and obsessed with voting legislation. you got too much dang time on your hands. More money than sense. And you've said that before. That's exactly what's going on here. I mean, it's uh, you. You're fortunate, Mr. Bastion, and all these other woke CEOs. You've got great teams around you that I guess are taking care of a lot of stuff. You just want to go get on these Zoom calls and then go back to your board and tell them how woke you are and check those boxes and to assuage, like I said, your guilt. And the left has tried to make us all feel guilty. We're morally superior to you. You're bad people. You should be feel guilty about it. And you've got to do something to absolve yourself. But all they Yet do it's is the left that's burning, looting, rioting, and causing true. nonsense to be pretty much nonstop. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. I do not mind CEOs making that kind of money, but when they get government bailout and they get big bonuses, I do have an issue, Jerry and Pilahatchee. You know, I, I don't even have a problem with the bonuses. Again, I, I don't think that it's any of our business what private companies pay anybody in their company, from the CEO all the way down. The same way it's none of the CEO's business what the state or the country does with voting laws. Absolutely right. If he wants to take a stand on that... He can spend his own money and his own correct. time. Correct. Completely agree. But not in the name of the company. 
But I still believe, look, this, so what's happened is, if you think about historically, is this wokeism has already permeated, for some time, education, especially at the higher ed levels. Right? Oh, yeah. We're, we're seeing the, the side effects, the impacts, and the results of an entire generation la- raised under the stupidity of political correctness. So now... And now that generation's got kids that are growing up under the same stupidity and inanity. Very true. So now it's invading the private sector, and no one is a bigger staunch defender of the private economy than me and believer in it. But when these guys do this sort of stuff, I can't defend them. I just can't. It's just sickening. It really is. And to those that are operate on a much smaller scale, like I said, that are trying to make ends meet and just deal with the myriad of challenges when you're laying in bed at night worrying about Am I going to make it? Man, I've been there. You don't have time for all this garbage. I would say that's the silver lining on the whole situation, is you do have small and middle-sized firms that are competitors to the big dogs that are trying to get invisible Internet cool points for being woke. And the smaller firms, the middle-sized firms, aren't wasting their time on this stupidity, aren't sitting home at night trying to figure out how many intersectionality checkboxes they can tick off. They're worried about producing the best product or giving you the best service, and they're catching up on the idiots sitting in the boardroom trying to figure out, hey, which intersectionality checkbox can we tick off today? And you think about the financial and human resource assets consumed with that rather than improving society by producing the best value for consumers. Innovation, products and services and commodities that truly do improve the quality of life. That's what they should be focused on. That's what made this country great. That's what produces the most economic opportunity. Not this forced nonsense that they're all into. It's virtue signaling garbage. It, it's, it bothers me. really does. I, I hate to see the private sector get all woke like this. Time for a break. We'll come back. The phone lines will be open. 888-808-8637. Give us a call. Join the conversation. The JT Show continues. Services is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. I'm Liz Brister with Entergy. We want to help you lower your bill, which means lowering your energy usage. Making smart choices with your appliances can help save money on your bill year round. We have programs that offer cash incentives and rebates when you choose to buy energy-efficient appliances and products. Learn more at Entergy.com slash efficiency. 
The doctors at Carter Sledge Family Dentistry are general and cosmetic dentists. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you'll find one of the most state-of-the-art facilities in Mississippi, along with a friendly staff and doctors who are both professional and compassionate. Meet our team, take a virtual tour, and make an appointment at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry on Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. Call 601-607-7876. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins with yours. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Over 1.3 million first doses of the COVID vaccine had been administered in Mississippi as of Friday. Dr. Dan Edney with the Department of Health told Super Talk Mississippi there's still work to do. We're approaching 50%. We need to get to 80%. He addressed concerns about how quickly the vaccines were made available. Messenger RNA vaccine research has been going on for a decade. We just have not had the need for it to be expedited like it is. They were able to pull that research off the shelf and bring it to market quickly. State health officials are reporting 174 variant cases of COVID. The UK variant is the most prominent with 147 cases, followed by 23 total cases of the California variants, one case of the South Africa variant, and three cases of the P1 Japan Brazil variant. I'm Kelly Bennett. Super Talk Mississippi is adding to its outside sales team in the Biloxi, Gulfport, Pascagoula market. We're looking for an experienced media seller who knows how to sell traditional and digital media marketing assets. If you're interested in an outside sales position with the opportunity to sell for five of the most well-known stations on the coast, Ole Miss baseball and football, great events like the Million Dollar Job Fair, 228 Awards, concerts, and festival sponsorships, email your resume to jesse at supertalk.fm. That's J-E-S-S-E at supertalk.fm. 
FM. AARP is working to protect Americans 50 plus by making sure you have the latest information about the COVID-19 vaccines and the distribution plans in Mississippi. Just visit aarp.org slash MS vaccine to learn who's eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine in Mississippi, when, where, and how to get it, and what you might want to discuss with your doctor. That's aarp.org slash MS vaccine paid for by AARP. Super Talk. Nobody keeps Mississippi informed like we do. With 12 stations covering all 82 counties. If it happens in your state, we're on top of it. The news, the weather, the sports, and the talk that's important to you. The issues that matter to you, your family, and your bank account. It's all right here. And when you're away from home, depend on the Super Talk app and supertalk.fm to stay in the know. We're proud to serve our fellow Mississippians. Super Talk Mississippi. Awesome! You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Come on, let's get on with the show! On Super Talk Mississippi. All aboard! <laughs> everyone the jt show continues don't forget the phone lines are open 888-808-8637 good friend of mine that i play golf with on a regular basis uh, played college golf played some pro golf a very good player he he sent a note to me while we were on the break that i wanted to share he says to your point this morning regarding japanese culture played in university of texas golf tourney in college and was paired with a university from Japan, a player from there. On the first tee, they presented us with a gift and bowed. Honor and respect, very special culture that starts young in life. We could learn something from those folks, I'm telling you. We absolutely could. This on the ceasefire text line. Good morning, Brother Gerard. Enjoying the show? I think it's a disconnect in our communities. We don't take the time in this country to look at things from each other's perspective. The worker doesn't look at the decisions the boss has to make, and the boss doesn't always look at things from the worker's perspective. But when it's all said and done, it's one common denominator, money. Everyone wants it and will do whatever they can to keep it rolling in. The CEO doesn't want to be... Uh, in the co- in the company to go against doesn't want the company to go against the grain. You guys keep up the good work. Sorry I missed you guys in Summit Friday. Appreciate that message. I think there's a lot of truth to that. Uh, but the best corporate leaders, I I can assure you, are those that truly do understand their teams and build environments and implement business philosophy that uh, best. Uh, handles people and best accommodates people, and it makes people loyal to the company, and it makes them produce the most. That's what good corporate leaders do. Some aren't. I agree. And most of those companies don't make it, and those corporate leaders don't make it. Let's see. We've got uh, on the on the Super Talk phone line, Arlen in Wayne County wants to talk about illegal immigrants and the Constitution. Morning, Wayne. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. Oh, yeah, I was reading 
uh, which it, actually it popped up on Facebook, and mm-hmm. I went back to to the Constitution and read it, and it actually the post made some sense um, on Article Four, Sections Three and Four of the Constitution. It explains there talks about how the federal government is supposed to protect individual governments from invasions, if you will. And that's just like Mississippi can't invade Louisiana, uh, and which is why they fussed about the South when they succeeded, succeeded from the you know the Union back when. Uh, and anyway, I was wondering yours and Rhino's take on uh, if the federal government was breaking the Constitution by not really protecting Texas and Arizona and all states north that the illegals are moving into? Yeah, it's a good question, and it's I think it's a complicated one that uh, is probably above my constitutional legal uh, pay grade, but I, I'll take a stab at it, and then Rhino can. I, I, we have laws on the books that uh, are, I think, deemed constitutional that uh, sort of govern our immigration process, and it appears to me that this government, the Biden administration, is kind of thumbing their nose up at those laws. That's what it appears to me is happening. Whether or not that's in violation directly with the Constitution in terms of protecting the nation, yeah, I think you could make a case for that. And I believe there are some attorneys general that are about to do that. In fact, that are banding together and thinking about launching a lawsuit. Rhino, your thoughts? Uh, a lawsuit has already been attempted using Article Four of the Constitution when it comes to an invasion of immigration. I believe it was done in Arizona. And yeah. I want to say it was filed in '94 or '95. I just remember the the ruling came down from I believe it was a U.S. District Court judge in '97 that said illegal immigrants are not an armed foreign adversary or an invasion force so that it's not a legal requirement for the U.S. government to pay anything on it. It becomes a political problem, not a legal problem. Yeah. But that has been brought up in a case at the federal level in the last 30 years. But isn't there some talk of some action brewing up right now? Certainly yeah. in Texas, I know, huh? The I mean, Attorney General. It, it, it's been 30 years, so you, you would think with the changes that have been made in immigration law, they would give it another run, but I think you already have federal law and, and federal judicial precedent set on that matter that would be tough to overcome. you have any further thoughts about that, Arlen? Just, uh, just that, you know, I, I realize they're not supposed to Supposedly, they're not carrying weapons of such. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you do. They have caught some uh, people on the international terrorist watch list. Yeah. They've, uh, you know, several of a large percentage are have are COVID positives, and a bunch we don't know about because yeah. they're not testing them. And you know, all of that could fall into that as being a biological weapon. Yeah, I know I'm, I'm reaching. I'm reaching out there for this, but whatever would work, because you know the left is going to reach for whatever they can to get their way and their point across. Uh, I think that would be some avenues that could be taken. 
Yeah, I, I hear you. And, uh, you know, President Trump made similar points rather repeatedly, even going back to the campaign trail when he talked about uh, the fact that the borders were so open that bad actors could easily cross them, n- not just people seeking asylum, which is, that's always, of course, the image the left wants to portray, and and that's what they their narrative is. Oh, these are, you know, families and children and so forth that are big-time oppressed in their nations, and they're seeking asylum, and that's not who we are. we got to let them in. And, I, yeah, I, there's some certainly some truth to that and with respect to asylum, but when you get folks coming over from Yemen that have one thing in mind, and that's to blow up and commit acts of terrorism and hurt Americans, well, then that sort of gets lost in uh, the left's narrative. And in fact, it was just last week when Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi said it was last Wednesday, quote, we're on a good path at the border, unquote, end quote, under President Joe Biden. She goes on to say, the fact is that we're on a good path at the border and under the leadership of President Biden, we were in a very bad situation under the Trump administration. What was bad? The fact that people weren't just crossing over en masse? And as Arlen said, uh, you know, we had the COVID situation and we all got to stay socially distanced and wear our masks 24 hours a day and, you know, all that other stuff that they keep telling us we got to do. But, of course, the folks coming across the border, they're jammed in. It's it's sad because a lot of it is youngsters and they're jammed in these, these uh, facilities containers, I think, right, is what they call them. Well, that's if they're lucky. There are there's a video of a nine one one call that was in Arizona or the Panhandle of Texas, where someone inside a tanker truck was being transported illegally across the border and called nine one one because people were dying in mm, the container gosh. truck, and the truck got out of the the area for the nine one one call to continue lost cell service, and I don't think they ever found that truck. So it's another situation where you have leftist policy with this intention of helping certain people that need help, but rather it hurts them. Happens every damn time. It's complete backfire. Once again, there were photos taken by some senators, I believe, and maybe some House members, and they were asked to delete them not to share them. What are you hiding, Joe? And didn't you appoint Kamala Harris to be in charge of this? She's flown all over the place, but then got anywhere near the border. I thought she was in charge. She won't even talk about it. She'll laugh about it. Oh, it's disgusting. There are photos from inside a temporary Customs and Border Protection facility, I think in uh, South Texas. I want to say it's Donna, Texas was the town which revealed severe overcrowding and cramped conditions. One of the facilities, I believe, was designed to hold 250 people, had over 4,000, including 3,400 unaccompanied migrant children. And what's really sad is, it's the human traffickers and the drug cartels They're the ones making all the money on this deal. Joe Biden, he's customer of the year for the drug traffickers. 
And the uh, human traffickers, the drug cartels and the human trafficker. I'm just waiting on the AOC parking lot photo shoot again. We'll talk about that when we come back. we got another segment left in this hour, and we got some sound we want to share with you. A crazy teacher, I believe, out in California. Stay with us. The JT Show continues. Does your body hurt? Have you tried unsuccessful treatments for plantar fasciitis, tennis elbow, shoulder pain, or IT band? Acoustic Wave Treatment Center offers an affordable non-surgical solution through acoustic wave therapy. The beneficial effects of acoustic wave therapy are often experienced after only one or two treatments. The therapy eliminates pain and restores mobility, improving your quality of life. Call today to schedule your appointment, 601-944-5585, or go to AcousticWave.com. Realtors and homeowners, listen up. When it's time to buy, sell, or most importantly, move, that's when you call Two Men in a Truck. Let us take the worry out of moving so you can focus on what's important. Visit twomeninatruck.com. Grass growing season is in full swing, and Hartley Equipment in Gluckstadt is your one-stop outdoor equipment shop. Hartley has teamed up with Skag Lawnmowers to offer you the best deals of the year during their annual Skag Open House event. This sale will run Monday, April 19th through Saturday, April 24th. All week long, Hartley will have huge discounts on all Skag walk-behinds, stand-ons, and zero-turn mowers. Hartley has the perfect Skag Lawnmower for the small residential yard or large estate owner. Commercial grass cutters will also receive additional discounts discounts on any purchases during this week-long sale. On top of all these savings, all Skag mowers are eligible for 0% financing with no money down as well as mow now, pay later financing options. Each purchase will come with a free first service and free delivery. Stop by Hartley Equipment in Gluckstadt April 19th through the 24th and see for yourself why Skag mowers are simply the best. This is owner Cameron Hartley reminding you that when it comes to your lawn equipment needs, shop smartly, shop Hartley. This is JT. If you're like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954, and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks, 1-800-647-8540, or on the web, MajesticMetalsINC.com. Midday Agri-Market Report. Despite all the hubbub around plant-based proteins, traditional protein companies continue to expand. The latest is Tyson's Foods, which last week officially opened a new $425 million poultry complex in Tennessee. That includes a processing facility, feed mill, and hatchery. Highlighting how retail demand for chicken has grown, the plant is Tyson's first new poultry processing facility in 25 years. The new Tyson facility in Humboldt, Tennessee, has 370,000 square feet for processing. The plant is expected to employ 1,500 people by 2023, but several hundred employees are all ready for production to begin. According to the news released by Tyson, the facility will produce pre-packaged trays of fresh chicken for retail grocery stores starting later this month. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is the Supertalk Mississippi Agri-News Network. 
Due to the coronavirus, everyone has been asked to practice safe distancing from each other. The propane industry has been classified as essential workers, so we will continue to service our customers. In most cases, only essential work is being performed, such as gas deliveries. For the safety of our workers, we are asking you to check your propane gauges and call your propane supplier when your tank gauge reads 30%. Rules and regulations require the propane professional to leak test your system and put your propane appliances back into service. The only way this can be done is for our employees to enter your home. With the coronavirus, it is not safe to have outside people entering your home, and currently our employees do not feel comfortable entering homes. A time could come when we are not allowed to enter homes, so please check your tank and call your propane supplier when your tank gauge reaches 30%. From all the members of the Mississippi Propane Gas Association, stay safe and God bless. Hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. They always say what they want. They're open about their opinions. They're not afraid to say what they feel. We are back. You know, there's probably been more exposure of the educational community over the past year with the COVID stuff, maybe than any time that I can remember in our history. And I think what it's revealed is that there, as you would expect, there's some really good educators out there. And that there are some that it just doesn't seem like education is kind of top on their list. Here's one. themselves out. The haters did. They are forced to bring awareness to the situation that they are in because other people put them in that situation. My question is, in your case, where is the uh, white student union? Because, because we, we need all races. You don't need equality. a white student union, Jake. Oh. You get everything. So that's the first part, and then here's the second part from the same teacher. It's a teacher in California on a Zoom. Your parent wants to talk to me about their profession and their opinion on their profession, I would love to hear that. I know very little about anything else in the world other than education, okay? However, if your parent wants to come talk to me about how I'm not doing a good enough job in distance learning based on what you need as an individual, just dare them to come at me. Because I'm so sick to my stomach of parents trying to tell educators how to do their job. I have never once gone to a doctor's appointment and tried to tell my medical health provider how to treat me. You know why? Because I know nothing about that. I didn't get my degree in medicine. I am going off. I'm sorry. This is my go off period. You know, that up talking drives me crazy. <laughs> it's so arrogant. And pompous and sanctimonious? You're an idiot, lady. That's ridiculous. Somehow her degree in education makes her smart enough to argue against people <laughs> with higher degrees and everything else. I mean, it... Unbelievable. 
So that from the same state that wanted to take trips to Hawaii with federal money. <laughs> that's true. The teachers' unions in California. Eh? So what's happened is with all these Zoom classes, now you've got you've got parents often that are witnessing, observing, seeing, hearing. And if I'm not mistaken, this was a student that captured this. I believe sent it to his mother. Is that right? She who was at work? Who said she started crying? This is a teacher. And it's just wrong. And so the, here's the deal that this lady is overlooking. When parents who rightfully are very protective of their children, that's what parents do. They want the best for their children. You work for the government. The parents are your customers. This is different. Her analogy about going to the doctor. I tell you what, you take your child to the doctor and you're not, you're concerned and maybe uh, not totally happy with uh, the recommendations, the diagnosis, plan of treatment. You ask questions. You get a second opinion. Get a second opinion. Right. This lady here, she rules, obviously, her classroom with an iron fist and makes stupid comments in the most arrogant tone. God, That was a nightmare for teachers like her. (laughs) Exactly. So, contrast that. I'm just going to brag for a second to my sweet daughter that was here a couple of weeks ago would never act like that with her with her students and tells them she loves them every day and they re- reciprocate that's the way it should be and encourages them this lady she's just mad because she's not the ruler of the world i guess i'm <laughs> thinking i could come up with that's disgusting she doesn't deserve to be a professional educator. She's apparently been fired in the past from elementary school for her attitude. And moved elsewhere, right? Got yeah. a job. Yeah, exactly. It's ridiculous. Just Those absolutely who can't terrible. Do teach. Those who can't teach, I guess, go to California. <laughs> and it's a noble profession. Like I said, my daughter is one. Proud as heck of her. But she... And many, many, many of them, they go in every day, they do their job, and they see it as their mission to turn out productive American citizens. That's what they strive to achieve. Simple as that. That's the the satisfaction they get. This lady, why does she teach? That's terrible. Just terrible. Glad we shared that. Somebody wanted to know if I brought you back some barbecue. They didn't start cooking it till after we left. It was later on that night. So, no, I didn't bring back anybody any barbecue. But one of our guests won the grand champion trophy there. We're done with Hour 2 on the JT Show. we got Mississippi Outdoors Radio coming up right after the news. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
for Ole Miss Sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090. News. I'm Chris Foster. President Biden meets with members of Congress at the White House today to promote his infrastructure plan. Eight members of Congress, four Republicans and four Democrats, are expected to attend the Oval Office meeting as part of the president's sell on the American Jobs Plan, his more than $2 trillion infrastructure proposal. Republican leaders have quickly rejected the idea as too expensive and unrelated to immediate infrastructure needs. They also oppose President Biden's main pay for, raising the corporate tax rate from 21% to 28%. Fox's Jared Halpern. Officers are shot during a high-speed chase after a driver stopped for speeding early this morning in Georgia. One suspect is dead, one suspect is in custody, and three officers have been wounded. Carroll County, Georgia Sheriff Terry Langley. And both sides deny reports that former President Trump refused a meeting with Florida Congressman Matt Gates, saying there was no request for one. Gates is under federal investigation. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by, see us, or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A Jefferson Davis County deputy lost his life over the weekend. 49-year-old Pat Barnes was on his way to assist Prentice police who were responding to a reported fight at a motel Saturday night. Barnes lost control of his vehicle on Mississippi 42 and collided with a tree. For the second Monday in a row, the Department of Health is reporting 70 new cases of COVID and zero deaths. The latest report brings the state's total number of cases up to just over 307,500, and to date, 7,096 Mississippians have passed away from the virus. As overall hospitalizations continue to decline, the number of active outbreaks in Mississippi long-term care facilities has also dropped to 15. For more information, find us online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. Are you an employer looking to diversify your workforce? Hiring workers with disabilities is a win-win situation. This is Chris Howard, Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. Call our business relations specialist to learn how your company can benefit from no-cost, on-the-job training, and receive tax credits when hiring workers with disabilities. We're a source of recruitment for pre-screened and job-ready applicants and are committed to being a valuable partner for employers. Visit our website at mdrs.ms.gov to find a business relations specialist near you. 
AARP is working to protect Americans 50 plus by making sure you have the latest information about the COVID-19 vaccines and the distribution plans in Mississippi. Just visit aarp.org slash msvaccine to learn who's eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine in Mississippi, when, where, and how to get it, and what you might want to discuss with your doctor. That's aarp.org slash msvaccine. Paid for by AARP. Republicans are making it clear they won't support the president's roughly $2 trillion infrastructure plan. They've been criticizing it as a partisan wish list. Senator Roger Wicker voiced his concerns with Neil Cavuto on Fox. Only about um, 30% of it, by any stretch of the imagination, can be called uh, infrastructure. Last week, it was ruled that Democrats can use the process of budget reconciliation to pass the bill without Republican support. The pandemic forced the cancellation of what would have been the 40th anniversary of Ronald Reagan's appearance at the Neshoba County Fair. Former EPA Chief of Staff Mandy Gunasekura teased a new project ahead of this year's return of Mississippi's giant house party. We're doing a documentary this year to talk about the history of the fair, what it means to the local community, and to talk about its role in shaping the Reagan revolution and what that can mean going forward. The fair will return July 23rd. I'm Kelly Bennett. Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are back live Saturday, April 24th, starring the Almond Betts Band. With G Love and Special Sauce. Cooling out with the former lady, got the special sauce. That's what she's my baby. Hour, Cedric Burnside, The Vamps, and more. It's a full day of music presented by Wicked Weed Brewery for this socially distanced concert. Listen carefully. Tickets are on sale now at Ardenland.net. Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are here. From Nukes Eatery, Renaissance at Colony Park, and First Commercial Bank. Tickets are on sale now. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You're listening to Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show with guest host Gerard Gibbert. Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show is presented by the Foundation for Mississippi Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. The Foundation supports projects associated with the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks to protect and preserve Mississippi's wonderful wildlife heritage for generations to come. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. In the studio, Adam Butler, wildlife biologist, Ryan Jones, fisheries biologist, Chris Reed with law enforcement from the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are you, Gerard? Doing great. All right. It's beautiful spring weather out there right now. We had some big-time rain that came through. Everything's uh, flooded. Water. Yeah. Fresh water. Yeah, is it's it? one of the, like, you forget about, you, you wake up, you walk outside at 10 o'clock today, this morning, you're like, man, it's a gorgeous day. And our memories 
are so far away from Saturday night, Sunday morning, and, and you go to try to, you know, I'm going to go hunting this afternoon or whatever, and you get to your place and the, the creek is high. Yeah, it's rolling. The creek is high. The yeah. rivers are high. And we, we actually had a, a, a little league baseball game canceled because the field was flooded. Like, Come on. Yeah, you could have had ducks on the field. Ducks we, literally could have been on the pond. Ah, uh, well, I you see like what you that? did there. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Well, I, I know that weather that came through, I guess it was uh, early Saturday morning. Is that right? When he came through? You know, I Friday evening into Saturday yeah. morning, yeah. Okay. I believe. That's right. Yeah. You're right. The wee You're hours right. of Saturday right. morning, yeah. I don't think I've ever heard my windows rattle quite well, like that. Well, it was that. getting down. I thought it was going to explode the windows before it was. Yeah. And it was, it was uh, for such a long period of time. Right. I mean, normally it's big thunderburst and then lightning and then rain and it's kind of calm. But it was just constant thunder. I, I think there was a lot like of. Refuge salt in parents' home uh, rooms that evening. I know my kids were were running. One of them was upstairs, like watching something. And it the, the like it was, it was loud. loud, like it rattled the house. Yeah, and you hear footsteps, like yeah, coming down the steps. And the, and the pets, a lot of yeah. pets really get yeah. freaked out. Right? Yeah. So and, and you know you think about. Um, I thought about what is a turkey doing right now, sitting in a tree, hmm. sitting on a branch, when it's shaking and rattling and rolling. Do they do they fly down or do they hang out like grip it, bare knuckle, they, they, just they, hold on? They grip it in bear, I think. Yeah, hmm. you know that. And I say only reason. So I, it, of so course, I don't know. Because I mean, I'm not out there. On, you got yeah, I'm not. I'm not actually out you there. You never got on data the branch in the storm with the turkeys. Well, we've so had you know we've had right studies now. and stuff where you you know where they warn transmitters and Purely all that. Speculation. But uh, you can't tell whether they're right. in the tree or on the ground, ground underneath. But I do know. It seems like if you if you go hunting on the like uh, turkey hunting on the morning after one of those kind of big fronts comes through, it seems like they're usually like slow. You know, they're they're not in a hurry to to they're, fly down. They're, they're not in a hurry to, to go ground, anywhere. They don't you know, it's there. It it you, you get one of those nights where you have a big big rain front, mm-hmm. big storms come through. Like the next morning, they're they're going to kind of take their time to do whatever it is they're doing. Well, they got to figure out if where they were yesterday, strutting and doing their thing, is flooded. If it's dry. Um, but there was always this, not a what if or a, a myth, but you know you get thunderstorms like that in the middle of the night, it'll bust them up, and I guess that's more so. I mean, I'm in sure the it, afternoons yeah. if it comes through right before. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it, it happens on occasion where they, you know, they're they're already roosted and something comes through, and if it if the wind's enough, maybe it pushes them around a little bit. Mm-hmm. But you know, if I'm if you're the turkey, you don't want to be on the ground in the dark. There's a lot of scary things on the <laughs> a ground. A lot worse than dark. thunder and lightning yes, yes. on the ground that will, yeah, will yeah. Like for real get you. For real. Well, I noticed uh, I played golf Saturday, and the course wasn't too bad. It was it was wet, but it wasn't muddy because we're getting a good uh, grass standing up. Mm-hmm. But uh, in the creeks, uh, cotton mouse saw two. Mm-hmm. It's that time of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> They're, well, you need to be careful. That like watch where you sit this time of year. Those and the little copperheads, the rattlesnakes. Yeah, that's part of the fun of turkey hunting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess the good thing we Fishing haven't too. we haven't had a whole lot of really really warm days yet mm-hmm. to where you think about it. But you know, a sunny day in the seventies, they're probably going to be it out. Drives so. them out. Yeah. Does the rain? Impact. It just always seems like this time of year is when I start seeing them around the creek. How about this, Gerard? Why don't we just assume the rain keeps them underground? <laughs> okay. Hmm. <laughs> Whatever you say, Adam. You like snakes, brother? 
I mean, you know, I don't have anything against snakes, but I'm not going to say I like snakes. <laughs> they got, you know, they have their place in the world. I have There's mine. enough space. Yeah, we have to <laughs> just don't get near each other. I'm not a big cottonmouth guy. I just want you to know. Yeah, is seeing, anybody? Don't they mess are. with those dudes. Who there. Is? I don't know. They're, and, you know, they're fat and happy out there at the golf course. There evidently is plenty of, uh, <laughs> for them to feast on. Because they can get some big. Yeah. Mm, They're unmistakable, yeah. right? So make sure our, our audience knows what, what's the difference between that and like a water snake, for example. Or a, well, they, you know, unless you're pretty close, they, they can be... Um, look similar? Yeah, they can look pretty similar, that, you know. The, those that. banded water snakes are going to be, you know, kind of doing the same thing, hanging out in the same places, superficially sort of look the same. And uh, especially a young cottonmouth will have, you know, those real obvious sort of alternating, uh, you know, brown and blackish yeah. kind of looking the bands. Um, but generally, like a bigger bigger cottonmouth is going to be not not a, I wouldn't say solid, but they're going to yeah. be more of a solid color than a, a water snake would be. And then, you know, cottonmouths are a viper, so they're going to have that yeah. triangular-shaped head. That's kind of how you know they're bad. You could dudes, also huh? tell by their eyes. You know, the banded close. water snakes <laughs> are going to have round pupils. The banded water snakes are going to have round pupils, and the cottonmouths are going to have the little slit pupils. Oh, but, yeah. you know, if you're that close, you <laughs> might well, as well. You got well, yeah. well, also swim on top of the water. Where, that is whereas yeah. the the water snake, you'll just see the head, and the body okay. will kind of be underneath. Well, okay, well that well, I'll, you can I'll see that from afar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't, yeah. I don't have to be up close inspecting their eye yeah. shape and stuff. Yeah. They're aggressive. They'll, they'll chase they'll you they off, will. off the bank. You know? <laughs> all right, uh, Ryan. What's all this water doing to the fishing, especially the crappie fishing? A lot of fresh water, obviously, and and uh, a lot of muddy. Water, so it's gonna mess with the uh, visibility a little bit. But this is prime time. I mean, you know, April fifteenth is a peak. They get out. They're they're there, rain or shine, right they're now. They're gonna be there. I mean, you you could you're gonna be able to catch fish, you know, pre and post spawn in your five six foot depths. But majority of the fish, you you need to be fishing shallow around vegetation, that sort of stuff, right now for the spawn, for sure. Hmm. Bass so, and crappie. All right. We're kind of at peak crappie right now, aren't we? Mm-hmm. It's like the peak yeah. of the April fifteenth, typically on Barnett, is is peak, the peak of everything, right? Really, bass, is. all the crappie, yeah. turkey, snakes. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, we're probably not peak snake yet. <laughs> no. Yeah, they usually peak around peak June. Snake. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about June. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about the bass fishing? It's good. Same thing. I mean, they're they're up shallow and spawning. So, uh, I mean, you. Any is, t- it, is it is yeah. it more? Uh, don't mean to interrupt. Like, is it more? Uh, I guess kind of like turkey. Like from the south part of the state up to the north, is it kind of follows the weather, the warming trend? Like Certainly. South Certainly. part of the state maybe a little on the back end of peak. As soon as you get in into you know mid sixties, upper sixties, and it stabilizes out, and you're mm. gonna have some spawning all the way, all the way around. Where you know, hmm. water temp. You're talking water temp. Water temps. Water temps. That's yeah. right. All right. Yeah, what about right. the turkey season? It's uh you know it it's picking up. This has been a really weird turkey season and it was sort of slow to start and everybody's complaining but I think you know over the last last week or two things have picked picked up a little bit. You know, you start having days like we're having today it doesn't didn't really take them long. People are hearing turkeys gobble where they had not heard any, you know, before. Um our uh, our statewide harvest on the game check is still it's running behind where it would be, which it, it sort of has been all year because, like I said, sort of a, a down year and a slow starter. But um, 
you know, this this last few weeks of the season can be really good. If you can find one these last few weeks, you've got a good chance of calling him in. All right, so in-person hunter and boater ed classes open? Yeah, a couple of announcements. Uh, those are, are back open uh, or in-person, you know, for, for COVID. We had uh, went to all online mm-hmm. for those for, I guess, almost a year now. And, yeah. Uh, so we we announced here recently that those are back open to take as in-person classes. So, um, you know, if you're if you if you're if you're tech savvy and want to still do it online, you can do it that way. But you know, some people you like do gain being, something from the in-person class. Yeah, yeah. You know, like hunter ed or boater ed when you're in the county and you have area specific questions and you got an officer there who's familiar with that area can give you real-time answers and you know just. It's a good. It's really good for those those young kids to get in there and get exposed to that. So I think just like everything else with the the world, you know, that's we're right. kind of trying to get back to normal, and that's one of those things. Uh, another thing, um, Clark Creek Natural Area down in Woodville, which I have, I keep telling myself I got to go check that place out. I have never actually been, but it's back open. It was one of those uh, one of our parks that we closed. Um, during COVID, my, primarily because it was getting yeah. uh, so so uh, yeah, so populated, kind of getting oh, overran really? there yeah. for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, people, uh, particularly coming up from Baton Rouge, that were sort of out off work, whatever. Uh, but it's back open now, and it's it's a it's Gerard. It's supposed to be a, a really cool place. Like I said, I have not personally been. I've always said I need to go. Um, you know, you kind of got to be going there to go there. There's it's not really on the way to anything. But uh, way down in, in Wilkinson County, and it's full of waterfalls and some awesome wow. hikes. and Cool place. Yeah, yeah. So it's back open uh, for the first time in almost a year. So We'll take a break right here. We'll be back with Mississippi Outdoors Radio. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 84. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 55. Tuesday, partly sunny conditions, high near 79. Tuesday evening, a slight chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 59. And for your Wednesday, a 50-50 shot of the wet stuff, high near 70 degrees. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Gallo here for AC Experts, where William Overstreet's my go-to guy. Has been for a long time. Family-owned, not a franchise. 28 years' experience from maintenance to installation, new heating, geothermal systems, and repairs come with a full-year warranty. You mention my name, you'll take $50 off servicing. William Overstreet's the AC Experts, 769-237-COOL, or email directly, theacexperts at yahoo.com, and on Facebook at AC Experts, or tweet or text me personally, I'll be glad to send you the contact. The AC Experts, highly recommended. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes, get your purse, sweetie. In the house, my friend Lee Garland of EXP. What's happening, Lee? 2020 was an incredible year. We sold hundreds of houses. As a matter of fact, and thank you, you took care of a family member. What was so unique about selling that home was the buyer who bought it, bought it sight unseen. They bought it from the videos, photos, and drone footage that we shot. They did not actually step foot in the house until the week before closing. Share with us some of the other advantages of the marketing campaign. One of the things that we do is we give sellers options. We give them the option of assurance, 
convenience and the ability to get top dollar on their property. If the seller needs the assurance that their house is going to sell, we can guarantee that sale. If it doesn't sell at the end of the listing agreement, we'll buy it. And that's what makes you guys leader in the market. We are the number one team in central Mississippi. We spend more money marketing properties than anybody else. We have an advertising budget of almost a half a million dollars where the average agent only spends 250 to $500 a month. Go to LeeWillBuyIt.com or call us at 601-983-1130. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide key technology solutions to power your business, like temperature kiosks, smart security systems, backfile scanning, managed IT services, digital lockers, and more. RJ Young will help you to ensure safety and productivity in the workplace. To learn more, visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where garden mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Welcome back, everyone. Mississippi Outdoors Radio, the MDWFP panel in the studio. All right, Ryan, give us an update on the fishing. I know we talked a minute ago about all the water and the surge of fresh water into Mississippi, but uh, what do the fishermen need to be thinking about right now? Yeah, well, I mean, if you're going to fish shallow during the spawn, I guess particularly for crappie, uh, Chartreuse jigs are always good, uh, good this time of year, and and certainly when when the uh, water kind of muddies up a little bit, you want those bright colors, uh, so a chartreuse or a, a bright pink or something like that, uh, where they can see through that turbidity hmm. uh, and and find find that. So a lot of times um, this time of year, people are just kind of jigging around, just jigging around vegetation and putting in small little gaps in, in the mats or around the edges of the vegetation mats. That's real popular. Uh, as far as bass fishing is concerned, you're looking at kind of like natural natural baits, uh, worms or lizards or uh, crawfish-type baits, tubes, jigs, you know, uh, really kind of just running them in and around vegetation. There's always going to be fish around vegetation, uh, so that's always... One of my favorite things to target, for sure, hmm. this time of year. Uh, just stepping back for a second about uh, cotton mouse and turkeys. I wanted to get this in. This is from Jeff and Grenada on the ceasefire text line. He says, there's nothing like walking around a cotton mouth and not killing it because you have a turkey goblin. Eh. Got to do what you got to <laughs> do, I guess. turkeys to make people do 
<laughs> wild things. Oh my gosh. Uh Another question here from Keith and JS wants to know the reopening date for Lake Mary Crawford and Monticello. You guys know anything about that? It's tentative. Uh, it's I, I need to I need to check on that date. I'll we'll check right. and get back. All right, appreciate that. All right. Uh, also, springtime pond management. I guess uh, what do folks need to be concerned with at this point with respect to uh, managing their their waters? Right. One of the the biggest mistakes people make is is not harvesting actually enough bass. Um, hmm. You know, when we 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 do provide technical guidance for private landowners, and ninety percent of the ponds are are under harvested, and uh, which results in a bass crowded uh, population. So a lot of small bass, um, and when you get a lot of small bass like that. They end up eating too much of the small brim uh, before they can get to a size uh, big enough to support larger bass. So uh, you have to remove some of those mouths out of the system so uh, there's enough food to go around and, and maintain a healthy, balanced fish population. So typically we recommend 10 to 15 pounds of bass per acre annually. Hmm. Um, if you fertilize, which we touched on a little bit last week, uh, it actually doubles that where we're, we're looking at. Uh, you know, 25 to 30 pounds to the acre actually need to come out. Uh, so that's just for the year. That's for the year. So if you got a big, yeah, if you got a big lake, it it can turn turn into some work. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and oftentimes if if I if I realize that people aren't going to be able to get that kind of thing done, uh, you know, oftentimes I'll I'll recommend you know just providing a supplemental forage or something like that to kind of help alleviate a little bit of that uh, pressure off of the brim population. Gotcha. All right, so what if somebody is contemplating construction of a brand-new pond? What do they need to be thinking about? Well, oftentimes, we, we really do recommend you contact your local Natural Resources Conservation Service. Um, they they have a lot of technical expertise as far as uh, building the pond and, and that sort of thing. So we all, always recommend that they do um, contact them. But having said that, uh, we recommend you have about 10 acres of, of watershed to one acre of surface uh, water. So uh, that's that can be important because if you get into the summertime and you don't have enough watershed to keep your pond up, you know, you may lose a lot of water uh, and ultimately habitat for your fish population. So uh, that that's a, a primary thing. You know, when you're constructing a pond, you really want a, a three-to-one slope off the banks. In other words, every... Uh, three foot in, it drops a foot, mm. and you want it to kind of pretty steep drop off to four feet like that, and that, that deters uh, nuisance aquatic vegetation uh, from from growing, and you having to deal with that, and also provides uh, quality habitat during summer months when you need a little bit more depth. Uh, you know, in the middle of uh, July and August when it gets really hot, um, if you if you've got four foot of water right there along the shoreline, you still have usable habitat. Whereas if you don't. Uh, those fish won't use that habitat, and so your your pond gets kind of, uh, you know, cut in half. Or basically, you can only yeah. support a, as many fish as you know there is usable habitat. You know, so so say again where a landowner should who they should contact for help on uh, if they're thinking well, about this. The Natural Resources Conservation Service, and obviously call us. I mean, we yeah. we we have uh, we provide technical guidance, uh, but they have district conservationists as well that will come on site and and uh, they can look at your watershed and and that sort of thing. And they uh, they're they're just a good resource as well. Just good. To, Is there to a fee for them. that? Is there a fee? For no, that? there's no fee. 
All right. Uh, and then what about if they're thinking about the sort of fish species they want to stock in in the water? What should they think about there? I did. I did touch. But I did. I did mention the thirty-one slope on the inside. You did. You want a lesser slope on the backside of the levee, actually, uh, hmm. like a five-to-one kind of deal, so so that you're able to maintain vegetation on the backside of that levee. You don't want trees to end up growing up on the backside of the levee, so because right. uh, what they're they're going to want to throw roots toward the water and, and end up uh, putting putting holes through your levee. So uh, that's just one one final thing for as far as construction is concerned. Sure. Uh, and then, you know, but for as soon as you get 50% pool, once you're done with construction and you get 50% pool, you can go ahead and come in with your brim. We recommend 500 brim to the acre in the fall. Um, if you uh, so that's bluegill or red ear sunfish are typically the species that we would recommend for, as far as that's concerned. So you can just do 500 bluegill per acre. If you did want red ear sunfish, you would want to do kind of like an 80-20 mix. So 400 bluegill to the acre, 100 red ear sunfish to the acre. That's basically, you just want to make sure that you have more bluegill in there because they're the ones that are going to provide primary forage base for your bass. Uh, they spawn multiple times through the year, whereas your red ear sunfish are just going to spawn once, uh, typically. Uh, so uh, just keep that in mind that you really do uh, want more bluegill than anything else. And then, uh, so we recommend that in the fall, and then, uh, you know, come back in the spring and with 50 bass fringlings to the acre. So if a pond owner uh, is experiencing a decline in uh, production, of, of fish, what should they do? What should they be seeking there? Well, I mean, that's a loaded question. I mean, it could be a lot of a lot of things. You know, these things are real dynamic. Um, it's a soul type deal. You know, is fertility is it become acidic? Uh, you know, oftentimes if if it's real clear, they got a lot maybe a lot of pines in the watershed. Uh, ponds can become acidic, and and then at that point in time, they need some lime. And we will what we recommend is getting a soil test. Uh, so just collecting a few scoops of mud around the pond, uh, stir them um, in a bucket, stir it up, and, and take a, a dry sample of that mixture to uh, your local MSU Extension office. Hmm. Like eight dollars, something like that. But those Mississippi State, they send it to Mississippi State Soil Lab, send it back, and uh, that way you know exactly how much lime you need to neutralize that soil pH and and really allow the uh, nutrients to get out there in the water column. <laughs> Here's a question for you. Is a red-eared sunfish same thing as a shell cracker? Correct. Yep. Shell cracker, chinkapin. I've actually got uh, little uh, pharyngeal jaws is what they're called, but there's basically plates in the back of their of their mouth where they can, they can crush up uh, hmm. snails and and eat eat mollusks in a way. And, and they actually help with uh, uh, reducing disease because uh, the mollusks actually – are, are a vector of disease, um, and so by controlling the snails, they kind of uh, control that vector a little bit. Man, we're getting down deep. I'm telling in the you, weeds, well, man, I'm, with the the life. Of, you look at a little pond out. in somebody's backyard, and you say, "Oh, that's so pretty and neat and so peaceful." Well, Just have no idea all, all this stuff going, going on underneath the water Chris, there. Chris, you got three to one, a five to one. Pull Can't have trees, man. Your crust station's getting crushed in the back of red-eared jaws. <laughs> pull us out the ways, Chris. Couple of minutes left <laughs> in this segment. This is from Keith Invaden on the Ceasefire Text Line. It says I was reading an article the other day about the 25 best places in the USA to crappie fish. Mississippi had six different locations listed, and Grenada was number one in the nation. Is that right? Does that sound right? Let's go, world. 
world. World. In the world. Hey, well, yeah, you heard right, it. That's not, that's, not hey. one of my, that's not one of my legs, but uh, Keith, Mill, <laughs> Keith Mills does a great job up here in Northeast. People come from a long and, uh, way to fish. Yeah. Why, is it so awesome. Why do we have such good ones? Well, that those flow control reservoirs. Um, Thirty you know, seconds. And, and Keith can really uh, talk about this more than I can. But they, you know, they they don't always have as good a spawns as say Barnett. So the numbers there aren't. They don't have as, as high numbers as, as Barnett does. But that helps because if, if they were able to focus on that forage, that's right. And so you're really able to grow some absolute slabs up there on the flow control reservoirs. We'll be back with more Mississippi Outdoors Radio straight ahead. Stay with us. Gallo here for the professionals at Watkins Construction and Roofing. I got to know these guys over the summer when just about everybody in the neighborhood replaced roofs from a spring storm. To keep a small roof problem from getting bigger, call the pros that can find damage the untrained eye can't. Watkins Construction and Roofing, the state's largest roofer. And there's a simple reason for that, customer satisfaction. Get a free inspection and they won't ask for upfront deposits. 601-966-8233, WatkinsConstructionInc.com. Morganstone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morganstone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. Hi, I'm Shelby with Two Men in a Truck. Did you know that we aren't your regular moving company? We are equipped to move you across the country or even as easy as across town. Call us today for a free quote at 601-853-9644 or at twomenandatruck.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. New Chevrolets, great pre-owned vehicles, an excellent fleet department, all backed by an award-winning service department. That's Rogers Dab Chevrolet, Crossgates Brandon, or RogersDabs.com. Pool tables, ping pong, poker, classic arcades, football, sports decor, even kitchen and bar stools. You'll find it all at Game Room Gallery. Game Room Gallery has plenty to choose from during this time you're home to help make many more memories with your family. With specials on classic arcades and pool sticks too. Let Game Room Gallery bring excitement to any room in your home. Game Room Gallery, Ridgewood Road, just north of County Line. For more, call 601-853-7777. That's 601-853-7777. Online at gameroom-gallery.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. 
A Jefferson Davis County deputy lost his life over the weekend. 49-year-old Pat Barnes was on his way to assist Prentice police who were responding to a reported fight at a motel Saturday night. Barnes lost control of his vehicle on Mississippi 42 and collided with a tree. For the second Monday in a row, the Department of Health is reporting 70 new cases of COVID and zero deaths. The latest report brings the state's total number of cases up to just over 307,500, and to date, 7,096 Mississippians have passed away from the virus. As overall hospitalizations continue to decline, the number of active outbreaks in Mississippi long-term care facilities has also dropped to 15. For more information, find us online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. If you're an employer and need workers fast, be a part of the Million Dollar Job Fair in Biloxi, April 14th at Edgewater Mall. This is the most heavily promoted job fair of its kind, with limited space still available. If you need workers, email jobfair at supertalk.fm. That's jobfair at supertalk.fm. Join other premier businesses who are already registered. The Million Dollar Job Fair is coming April 14th to Biloxi. So don't wait as available space is limited at jobfair at supertalk.fm. This piece of land allows us to grow row after row of corn, cotton, and soybeans. That's why as a farm family of Mississippi, we do our best to take care of this land. Water conservation, improvements in soil health, and reducing our carbon footprint, all to grow the best products we can. It's just how we do things around here, providing for our family and yours, the farm families of Mississippi. Mississippi, the place you call home is a state like no other. From the music to the food and the people, the Magnolia State has so many good things to celebrate. And now you can, each weekday afternoon from 2 to 3 on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and all the good things to do. Life doesn't always have to be serious, so let's have fun. Good Things with Rebecca Turner, weekdays from 2 to 3 on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Mississippi Outdoors Radio. Each week, we feature one of the fine state parks across the Magnolia State. This week, it's Legion State Park. It's the fourth park to be developed by the Civilian Conservation Corps, or the CCC, and remains as unspoiled today as when the Choctaw Indian Nation first inhabited the area centuries ago. The park has two lakes with a total of 16 acres of water, the larger 12-acre lake, Lake Tapasha. Did I say that right? Is that how you say it? You might know. Works for me. Lake Tapasha has excellent catfish, bass, crappie, and brim fishing. Legion offers 15 RV campsites and six cabins. They have nature trails, fishing, and picnicking. The Legion Lodge will accommodate up to 75 people for meetings or banquets. You can make a reservation by visiting our website at www. 
mdwfp.com or calling 1-800-467-2757 or by calling the park directly at 662-773-8323. You can purchase an annual park permit for $50 that will give you access to all the state parks for a year. That's Legion State Park. That's located in Louisville, Mississippi. Tim Flake's the manager up there. All right, so we got uh, we got some questions here. Bubba and Starkville wants to know: Can you discuss stocking the F1 bass versus our native black bass? There's a technical one for you, there, Ryan. Right, so our native bass is just the northern largemouth bass. Everybody's um, familiar with a, a Florida strain bass, so um, obviously. Uh, originating out of Florida. The F1 is going to be that first generation cross between a northern and a Florida strain largemouth bass. Um, and so, you know, I, bottom line is when you when you stock these these ponds is, is providing them with a lot of food. Um, that's 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 the key. Uh, they've shown uh, some there's been some studies that have shown that those F1 tiger bass uh, grow faster, uh, but the idea was, behind them was kind of like you would get the catchability of a northern uh, largemouth bass, and also the growth rate of a Florida large Florida strain largemouth bass. Uh, get the best of both worlds, uh, but so you get that with that first generation, the initial stop, you know. Yeah. But then after that, it's just kind of like an integrated. Uh, genetics at that point in time. You're not getting that uh, hybrid uh, vigor is what they would what you refer to it as. Uh, so it, uh, the the resulting spawns are, are no different than just the population in uh, in, in just public waters. Hmm. You know. So this is a, a statement uh, text from one of our listeners about the crappie in Grenada Lake. It says they're wading in two feet of water in Grenada Lake and catching 16-inch crappie. Nice. Wow. I wish I was them. That's impressive. <laughs> uh, this on the C Spire text line, who can lime a private lake in southwest Mississippi? Have any ideas on that, Ryan? Yeah, they just need to contact a regional biologist. Uh, and so Stephen Brown is a regional biologist. You can go on website, mdwp.com, and, and uh, go to the fisheries tab. Um, and look for pond assistance, and uh, and it'll have a map of, of you, know, you know all of the biologists, their their regions, and, and contact information for them. Gotcha. And then get you in touch with somebody. All right, this from Bobby and Hazelhurst on the C Spire text line. How big does your pond have to be to stock crappie? We say we don't recommend crappie in anything less than fifty acres. Uh, be honest, Jeez. and people want to put crappie in everything, uh, but problem is, is they they don't spawn the same way every year, um, uh, and so they may not spawn very well for a few years, and and it may not seem like there's a problem, you know, uh, and there isn't a problem until they do spawn at that point in time when they they just uh, blast out this huge spawn and it, it interferes with your bass um, spawning and recruitment, and uh, it can actually ruin. I've seen a lot of ponds that were that were ruined uh, by a huge crappie spawn like that, and basically eat, they they um, they're going to end up uh, just 
kind of taken over and you're going to have a bunch of small brim small crappie nothing fillet size you know so at, the, and at that point in time the best thing to do is kind of drain it and and start it over gotcha so do the do the crappie eat the small bass right they compete for the same yeah food mm-hmm. source so if you did have crappie and it became an issue you're not going to drain it or something like that and Sometimes you can just provide a supplemental forage and just try to keep as many crappie as possible. And you may have to you may have to stock some advanced size bass, um, possibly draw it down in the fall to try to uh, correct that imbalance. Um, that's yeah. About yeah. Like just if a, a, a what did you say a, a large size bass or an advanced stage bass, like how much a day is anybody? ever done that to see how much they would eat in a day? Like much they would eat in a day? Like, you're putting them in there to eat some of those small cropping small brim, right? Clean right. them up? Like, I, I just sit there and think, how much do they eat? Is that a something that... Yeah, I mean, off the top of my head, I know they've certainly done those types of studies, but off the top of my head, I can't I can't think of what, Is that like, what the percent body weight was. So they, they can make it's a difference. A long time. So what? They can make a difference. They can put a, da- a dent in Absolutely. that. Absolutely. I mean, that's what we would, you know, if you were brim, bad brim crowded or uh, had a pile of crappie in there, what we would recommend is like 35, uh, 30, 35 advanced size bass, which is going to be 8 to 10 inch bass uh, to the acre uh, and try to draw it down over mm-hmm. the winter and just leave, leave that pool, uh, leave all those bass in there around uh those brim and crappie and try to chew on them a little bit over the winter <laughs> and then uh bring that water back up in the spring and hopefully uh yeah. you've reduced the numbers enough to try to get a spawn and get it back going uh but it's pretty that's kind of the one one side of the spectrum you got bass crowded when you got a lot of small bass and 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 a few big brim and then you got the other side of the spectrum is brim crowded where you got a few huge bass you know, yeah. and a, and a pile of little a little brim, and and every time those bass try to spawn, those brim just eat up all the fry. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and and so that you're kind of in a cycle where you don't have enough predators to thin out the brim to get good growth. You know, so Rhino did a little research. He said largemouth bass can eat as much as five percent of their body weight daily. He said five pound bass eats a quarter pound a day. Wow, that sounds like a lot, but hmm. Hungry little dudes. Yeah, I'm, yeah, five percent. I really would have thought it'd been a little bit more than that, but hmm. be honest. But um, well, I mean, if anything, I mean, if they're living in the South, they probably would eat yeah, more than I mean, that because we generally anybody in the South tends to eat more than what the average is, hmm. right? <laughs> <laughs> nice, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Uh, All right. So uh, the opening date for Mary Crawford that youth yeah. day is going to be May twenty second. Uh, opening for the general public is going to be May 26. Uh, it's possible that that could change, maybe depending on weather or something like that. And where's that located? It's down in Monticello. Monticello, that's right. Yeah, down in uh, South. Uh, How long has that been closed? South been Central closed Mississippi. About two, two, two years. years. Really? Renovations and stuff. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So, and that's not one of my legs. I'm not familiar with exactly what all they've done with the facilities down there, uh, but I know they've. Uh, you know, dug dug some areas out and and created uh, some earthen piers and uh, put down some gravel beds and and some structure and that sort of thing. And fish population should be you know out of this world. When every time we open up the lakes, it is you know uh, it's just that new lake phenomenon that they're just so get there early on May the twenty second. There's right, there'll be a lot of people there. It always is for these hmm. lake openings. How big is that lake? 
you know? I think it is in the neighborhood of 80 acres, somewhere around there. Hmm. Interesting. You you said uh, on the break, Ryan, you said you might uh, have some info on this uh, for us on vegetation. Yeah, I'll just, um, you know, a lot of people, when they see the weeds in, in the pond and they, uh, you know, they maybe get it on their hook and it and it's bothersome, uh, you know, I just remind that we, we actually recommend 15, 20% uh, coverage of vegetation along the shoreline, but we recommend it uh, kind of managing islands of vegetation. Uh, you know, it provides not only structural habitat, but there's also habitat there for crawfish and insects and, and frogs that are providing a supplemental forage base uh, for your fish population. And so, and also a fish tractor for anglers, like we talked about earlier. Uh, during the spawn, uh, bass and crop, you're kind of targeting vegetation. Uh, and so it's it's certainly a, a fish attractor. Got you. All right. So uh, what else we got coming up? We got any big events coming up with uh, fishing getting into full swing for sure? Any kind of contest? I mean, the tournaments are just nonstop. You know, uh, there was a, another pretty big tournament on Barnett this past weekend. Hmm. Uh, I don't think. I think it was 17 pounds or something like that won it, but it was right on the back wow. of that four-inch rain we got. So it was a lot of fresh water, a lot of high water. Uh, I mean, I think the pool jumped half a foot, you know, over the yeah. weekend, and they, they've got it back down to pool now. But uh, yeah, so you get a lot of water like that, it can it can make it kind of difficult. People are ready to get back. We'll take a break right here. Final segment, Mississippi Outdoors Radio, coming up. Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you could tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size, and installed. Picture frame glass, table and desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and doors. 
floors, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass, they'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass, open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at www.venableglass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. Here's John and Corey Ravenstein from Juniker Jewelry Company. Common sense often seems in short supply these days. Wasn't it Poppy who used to say, boys, you pay for what you get. And get what you pay for. Best advice he ever gave me. And it's never been more true than in the diamond business. A poor cut, poor quality diamond never gets better looking. I can promise you. That's why you've got to use some common sense. Like getting hands-on with quality loose diamonds in Mississippi's most trusted jeweler. Like shopping from thousands of diamonds, not just a few dozen. Juniker Jewelry Company is Mississippi's direct diamond importer. With 10 times the diamonds you'll find in average stores. Tray after tray of diamonds, every size, shape, and price range. All at the guaranteed best prices in the state. So come get the quality she deserves. At a price you'll love, it's just common sense. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. Before your next trip into the great Mississippi outdoors, make sure you stop by your neighborhood Gateway Tire and Service Center, where we go the distance for you. No matter where the road takes you, Kenda has a tire designed for your journey. On the road, on the trail, or on the racetrack, you can count on Kenda quality. For the past 50 years, Kenda's been building a better tire for life's most demanding activities. Actually, they overbuilt them to ensure you succeed safely in everything you do. Stop by any Gateway Tire and Service Center near you for the largest selection of Kenda tires in Mississippi. While you're there, don't forget Gateway's ASC certified mechanics are trained to diagnose and repair your car or truck with honest customer service. Gateway Tire and Service Centers offers lube oil and filter changes, engine diagnostics, belts, hoses, brakes, wheel alignment, and of course, tires, just like Kenda, designed for your journey. Gateway Tire and Service Centers supports Mississippi outdoors. And of course, we go the distance for you. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. snake you got some compliments on the on the rock today there rhino i track yeah we had good music friday too except you, you didn't play rare earth for celebrate it was some <laughs> other <laughs> some other takeoff of that we'll have to play rare earth uh next time i think if you played rare earth i wouldn't know what you were playing i know i'm old guy but rhino found some song i just want to celebrate wasn't it but it oh, wasn't yeah. by the original artist. That would be Rare Earth. That was from the 
60s, maybe early mm-hmm. 70s when that was recorded. Uh, but Rhino played that, and I just called him out on it because he didn't play the original. <laughs> 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 All right, so we got coming up this Thursday. Ah, yeah, the, Mississippi uh, Outdoors TV. Television. Yeah. Got What's little, up? Yeah, got a little diversity on this week's show. So, uh, I know we're we're in uh, we're talking crappie and turkeys and stuff like that, but we got a, a an awesome cane mount WMA bow hunt. So if you if you're you know you don't care too much for these turkeys or you don't care too much for the for the fishing, you know, and you're really living for deer season, you can kind of yeah, reminisce. Something to hold you over. Yeah, tide you over. Look forward, <laughs> and then uh, gonna go down to the Gulf Coast for an amberjack and red snapper fishing trip. Okay. So you know we got a lot to offer here in this state. We do. And that's a true that's statement. Mm-hmm. So, are you finding um, folks want to get back out and enjoy the great outdoors after being cooped up? It seems like for the last year. So, we pretty much uh, everything wide open now. Is there any? Are there any restrictions? I seem to remember you couldn't even launch your boat in the reservoir about this time last yeah, year. Yeah, about right? a year so, ago, uh, that was shut down. But all of those have been rescinded or allowed to expire, and um, boating is back. And we were still getting those calls. Uh, this past fall okay. uh, of, of trying to get clarity on that and so um, everything's kind of back to normal um, you know the the I think some of our own in-person classes may have some limits I'm not sure about that I'm just you know thinking that there may be some type of limits there it may not be um, so yeah I mean people are getting out and it seems when you ride by and you see the boat ramps and you see the lakes and you see um, you know the gravel roads and the hunting clubs and stuff that people are getting back pretty hopping aren't they? Uh, yeah I mean and uh, the weather's been cooperative here the last few weeks so maybe it'll carry on and we'll just kind of fall back more into that normal that everybody I think is kind of you are right though that, that I think everybody's wanted to get outdoors I, I, I don't know the exact number off the top of my head but I know, like our license, hunting license and fishing license sales for the past year were, mm-hmm. were up pretty good. And I forget the exact amount, but <laughs> right. um, that you know, and that's that's a trend that's really been seen not just here in Mississippi, but I think all across the country. That you know, state wildlife agencies are you know seeing a, a lot more people participating in hunting and fishing, and not not just that, even parks. I think uh, I heard recently, you know, our stuff with our maybe some of our parks. Uh, um, would call it, people going through the gate at some of our, our state parks has increased a little bit and um, just, just attendance and use of yeah, the park just, overall yeah huh? and so just any any and every outdoor activity even like hiking and camping and stuff like that more mm-hmm. you know more folks have gotten out and done that in the past year so you know I guess there's a silver lining to everything and um, maybe maybe a little small silver lining to the whole COVID thing has been people have kind of got reintroduced to the outdoors and I think that's a good thing. I mean, I mean, I, I will definitely say, just from a personal perspective, I've become much more appreciative of sort of that little aspect of life that we took for granted, which is the ability to just move about freely and enjoy the outdoors and and just events and gatherings and so forth, and and especially here in, in Mississippi, where that's just a part of our culture and a part yeah. of our life, and we miss that. Yeah, for and sure. to, to me, you know, the fact that we saw it here too is a little, kind of is a little surprising to me because, like you say, you know, it is, you know, it's such a such a part of our culture in, in general here that you you think, well, we're already 
a pretty outdoorsy people and, and yeah. state, you know, and you'd think, you know, certainly maybe somewhere more metropolitan than us, maybe it'd be a uh, be no surprise that people get more outdoors during something like this. But you, even here, you know, even here, we, we've, like I said, seen an uptick uptick in license sales and uptick in people going fishing and uptick in people taking up hunting and so yeah so i, I kind of wonder we got just a few seconds left if if we're getting people from the other states coming coming in here because they are still to a great extent locked down i wonder if they're seeking this as a as a location destination just because we're more open here uh, i know we're certainly seeing that uh, on the coast, I'm hearing our friends from the coast say they're just getting people pouring across the borders uh, from neighboring states that even as far away as as uh, California coming sure. in there. To well, enjoy. you know, especially as it pertains to turkey hunting, we uh, Mississippi we got about ten seconds. Yeah, Mississippi gets a lot of interest from other places, and I've heard no more question. of that from and fishing. Yeah, from far away places than ever this year. Thanks for joining us so much, Mississippi Outdoors Radio. <laughs> I'll be back with you on Wednesday. We'll be taking off tomorrow. Stay safe, everyone, and God bless. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.